Welcome. Hi. Bien. Bienvenido. There we go. <laughs> we have. <laughs> she always says bandito and it kills oh. me. Bienvenido. I've never Dito. said bandito. I think you heard me say bienvenido and you th- thought I said bienvenido. I would never say bienvenido because there's clearly a V, not a B. I can read. Just can't speak very well. So. Yeah. Anyway, okay. there's three voices there's here. There's different dialects too, you know? True. Yeah. So. Exactly. Anyway. Um, there are three voices here. Hi, I'm Savannah. Hi, I'm Kelsey. And? And I am also Kelsey. Imposter! <laughs> our, um, our, we have a return. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, we do. I do. It's, it's our first returning. Oh my first returning. Oh my god, they're still dating, guys. Yeah. yeah. It's an honor. Girlfriend Kelsey. And she Kelsey. agreed to come back on. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, despite all odds, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I paid her off earlier this morning. Yeah, there was a small fee involved. That's all right. That's all right. <laughs> Whatever gets her here, you know. That's right. You know. We got the Goyles behind us as well. We got Lomas Kai Kai. We got little Yachty. They're here, so if you hear them, sorry. They look pretty cozy. They do yeah. look really cozy. We have a mountain of candy next to us, and we have the Braves game behind us. Yes. That's the ASMR for the episode. That was yeah. the candy. <laughs> Savannah told me I had to stop eating. No. I was just waiting. If you want to eat, you can. No, I need I to stop. I think some light chewing noises in the background would really help the ambiance I just Right. I knew we were going to have a deep story today, so I was like, let me post up. Yeah, be ready to go. We have ready. five pages of notes. I almost made popcorn, but oh figured gosh. that would be really loud. You, you made pour? popcorn? I almost oh. yeah, made popcorn. I love popcorn. You like day-old popcorn. I do like day-old yeah, popcorn. Yeah, because it's soft. We talked about that. Because mm-hmm. when you put the butter on it, and then like it kind of like starts you the to same soften. Way? Yeah, I like day-old butter. Or like movie theater popcorn, where like it's kind of already soft. Mm-hmm. And like you just like the There's nothing like it, movie theater yeah. popcorn. I've been dying to go to NCG. I almost yeah. went the other day, but I didn't have time. Oh my god, I so want to go to that theater. It's so good. Yeah, and it's like around the corner from here. We're digressing. And it was Tuesday today. Today is Tuesday, right? We could have gotten like, in cheap, cheap. Cheap, cheap. Hmm. Next Tuesday. Next Tuesday. Oh, yeah. Kelsey has a student ID now. Oh. Yeah. So she can get I'm the back student. in school, baby. Getting <laughs> <laughs> those student discounts. Do- she got a dollar off our movie ticket. Oh, my gosh. Time. Where are we going yeah, first? She was like, yeah, it's a dollar off. And I was like, I'll we'll take, take it. it. <laughs> She's Thank like, you. oh, yeah, like I think it's like a dollar. And I was like, well, no, we'll, we'll I still it. have my student ID. It still works. Then do it. Yeah, I don't know where Or my military ID. I just like, if you flash them. No, they're, high, they're in high school. They're not going to pay yeah. attention to it. No. And to be fair, it doesn't say it has to be active or nope. current. It just says <laughs> okay, fine student print. ID. So I'm like, where, give me the fine print then. Me, give me my dollar me off. terms and conditions. <laughs> give me a dollar off. It's like, ma'am, your movie already started. I don't care. I don't care. I want a dollar off of my ticket. Dollar Thank off. so much. <laughs> It'd be a lot easier if you just did this. Like it's a matter of principle. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Anyways. Anyway. So anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Should we intro the show? Yeah, I thought you were, I thought you were gonna say something else. Alright, sorry. Welcome <laughs> to Are You Serial, the podcast where you're two new today. Three. Well, Ooh, tres muchachos. Wow. Tres amigas. Tres amigas. Well, para ti. Para yeah. si. <laughs> <laughs> For yes. For yes. <laughs> For yes, for Lord. What? For now. Okay. For now. For now. Oh. Wow. What? Oh, right. Anyway, 
three uh, new BFFs. <laughs> invite you into the living room for a weekly catch-up, which may lead you to ask the question, are you cereal? Yes. Are you Halloween candy? Mm-hmm. We are actually in the living room today. We are in the living the, room. For the first time. We moved yeah. from the bedroom to the living room. With We're just the knife and the maid. You know, like in Clue. Clue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, she, she was with me. She, Kelsey's last. Like, Savannah was there. <laughs> well, wait, what's, the, what's the lady's name, Mrs. Scarlet? Yeah. Scarlet. Everybody yes. always wants to be her. Yeah, she has the red dress. Yeah. Who did it? Yeah. But the candlesticks and the observatory. Yeah. In the library. Ooh, the observatory. The observatory. Yeah. That was always the weird one. Yeah. That was the only weird one? <laughs> there were a lot of rooms. The, the library. <laughs> Is there an actual clue house do you guys know? If not, Ooh, that's let's take question. the idea. Trademark. <laughs> <laughs> We'll have to probably call it something Oh my else. god. You know what we you should do? Call trademark. <laughs> Siri, call trademark. <laughs> no, we should do like a Halloween party in each room of the apartment. Oh, wow. Halloween was... You know oh, wait. That would be yesterday. awesome. That would be so much yesterday. fun. And yeah. it's like a murder yeah. mystery party. Yeah. <gasps> are there costumes? Well, duh. duh. 1920s themed? Duh. duh. Okay, cool. I there really mm-hmm. are like sets you can buy and you can send everyone like their character like a week before and it gives them like all their details and they literally have to study and come oh. as like character. I want to go in character. Yes. I want it to be like everyone's want, like, involved and there probably needs to be a good prize so everyone takes it seriously. Oh, 100%. Yeah. It has to be like high stakes. Yeah. I want like a pencil mustache. Like I just want like a very thin. I hate those mustaches. No, I know. So I will automatically think you're the killer. Everyone will think I'm the killer. That's the game. But maybe you will be. Uh, but I won't be. That's yeah. actually... Because you best. can't play with your little tiny <laughs> mustache. I want a pipe. Mustaches. I want a pipe. Oh, okay. I want to be that like... killer as well. I want to be like Mrs. Gold because I have a gold dress I would love to wear. Mm-hmm. I haven't been able to wear it yet. Mm-hmm. With like a... One of those, or the 1920, like the stick oh, cigarettes, like the long filtered cigarettes. Yeah, yeah, like elegance. Like, yeah, I could. Do you can't well, have your fingers so like. Oh my! Like, so. I didn't kill well, him. I don't know what you're gloves. talking about. Yeah, no, but that's why they did the long stems, was so they wouldn't have their hands yeah, smell like cigarettes. Yeah, yeah. It's for the maids. Yeah. Or they have like the little like um like the little stick that attaches to the. I think that's, uh, that's what you're talking right. about, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't it's like yeah. I don't know very extra for smoking one cigarette. So you're very popular. It was just my father. Asking me if I'm better. I was sick on them. Yeah. Um, How was your weeks? Yeah. They were good. Yeah. I I mean, nothing really crazy happened. It was Halloween this past weekend. Um, Father came into town, Michael Schaefer, who Uh. found out does not listen to this podcast. He made that very clear. Yeah. He came in this weekend? He came in Friday Mm -hmm. um, to pick up my old Honda and drive it back to Kentucky. Giselle. Giselle. Good old trusty Giselle. Okay. Um, and then she we, like 16 years? Uh, she was born in 2006. Okay. What a babe. Yeah. yeah. So she's, she's got some age on. She's got some age on her. Ah, she's seasoned, but in like in like a great like way. Like a good cast iron. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, dad is <laughs> cast iron skillet. <laughs> she's the cast iron skillet of cars. <laughs> hey. What would mine be? What would you call mine? <laughs> Uh, if yours is a cast iron, <laughs> um, so we went to concert. <laughs> I don't know any other like cooking ware. Dog, I mean, um, car. Sorry, I was looking at car. Car related 
comparisons. That's okay. We'll come back to it. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Dad was in town Friday, left Saturday. Super quick trip. Him and Jam came in. We went to a concert. We went to see Mac McAnally. Yeah. If he played... He... I didn't know who it was either. That, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no. But seven-time seven Grammy Award. Oh, no, shit. Name. CMA. My Entertainer of the Year. What? Yeah, he... When? Back in the 60s? Mm, 70s? Still relevant. Oh, okay. No, still super cool. I was just like, that maybe is that why I don't know. 70 or 80s or okay. something okay. like that? I didn't know who he was either, though. And he was, he was phenomenal. He's so good. He's okay. written a lot of songs for Jimmy Buffett. He, like, tours with Jimmy oh. Buffett. So he wrote, like, he wrote a lot of his songs. And Kenny Chesney, and he wrote... Oh, cool. Um, oh, uh, um, two dozen wrote... Oh, fuck, what is that? Oh, I actually kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I awesome. have heard that song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't, I don't know, but yeah, yeah. He's written for, <clears throat> he's written for everybody. He's That's such cool. like he's he was so cool, and it was at the um the city winery, so it was like a super huh. small venue. He's, yeah, he, we went to the drive. Very intimate. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so we went. So yeah, and then um, but he it was so cool because before each song, he would kind of like tell the story of like how he wrote it. And I love that. It was so cool, and it was so much fun. Kelsey <laughs> went on a trip. To get sangria because oh when God. we were when we were at the drag brunch we had the sangria and I was like this is the best sangria oh my God. ever it was yeah. it was and we it was went so good we went to Super Ica for dinner beforehand yeah. and we got sangria mm. and Jan was like okay you guys been talking about the sangria yeah, so she had on the sangria train so right yeah she was okay like, and like she went in with expectations of said sangria she was yeah. like if we're gonna go get sangria at the city winery I'm gonna start drinking sangria now we're like, right good. keep yeah. the theme we laid the groundwork yeah. and then we get there and we're like we're like perusing the menu like we did at the drag brunch we're like yeah. where is the sangria because like that was the start the show yeah and um it was nowhere to be found and nope. so i was like okay like i'm gonna get to the bottom of this because <laughs> we, we had like 15 me. minutes i'm gonna go back show. into the kitchen yeah right. and, like i did my power hands and i like no she like it. she went on a oh this is thrilling yeah no like i met some so one of like the servers there he was like he saw me and i like i was like oh hey and i was like hey like real quick and i had like my parents i was like hey real quick um my girlfriend loves the sangria here. Mm-hmm. Is it possible for us to get like a picture of that? Like just you know, spit yeah. back here. Like have yeah, like yeah. a lot of like fun, fun <laughs> hand, hand gestures. Gesturing. Yeah, there's a lot going like, on. We here. had like a lot of like playful hand gesturing. Right. Um, and he was like, "Oh, yes, of course, the sangria," and like did like the hand, oh. the power hands as well. Oh. And, and you're like, like, "You understand?" He was like, Come with me. And I was like, "Okay." <laughs> oh. And I was like, "Okay, okay, yes. <laughs> all right." I'm like on this journey with you, and so we like walk to the front of the venue, like you know, like where it's like you're not in the concert room anymore. You're like, oh yeah, yeah, in yeah. The entrance. Yeah. And I was like, "You're going to go up the stairs." Which were roped off. Which were roped off. And he was like, you're going to tell them, I forget the name that he gave me. He gave him a favorite baby. He gave me like, like some, like not Montecito. It was something like that. Something like that. He was like, you're going to tell them that, whatever this M name was, that I sent you. And you're going to ask for the sangria. And I was like, okay, this feels like a lot of messaging. (laughs) Like, just tell me your real name, Greg. Right. No, I didn't know it wasn't his real name. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, so so you're like. comes later. So, like, he, like, follows me up this. He's like, never mind, I'll just go with you. He's like, us gays gotta stick together. And I was like, fair, let's go. And so, we're, like, walking up the stairs slowly together, like, doing weird power hand gestures yet again. And, like, just, like, shooting the shit. And I'm like, haha, great. And so, like, I get to the bar, and he, like, yells at the bartender. He's like, hey, Taylor. And she's like, that's not my name. And he's like, "What? Okay, like you're Taylor," and she's like, "That's also not my name." Right? And I was like, "Oh, okay." And you're like, and oh. just behind her like and I'm just so like, you're an asshole, right? You're like, "I'm just I'm like, to- I'm just trying to get my girlfriend single." You're like, "I don't know um, him." I just, yeah, I, like, uh, mm. just, just I don't know. Meanwhile, Dad Jan and I are just like, "Where the hell 
Oh, like, <laughs> 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 gone for 20 minutes. Oh, this is happening like 20 feet Like, away oh, she got me. taken in the back room. <laughs> Literally, she's like, I'm going to go ahead sangria. It was gone for like 10 minutes. Yeah. Where I was so like, I get to the bar and like, turns out that's not even his name. He's yeah. were like, oh yeah, no, like, it's like Deontay or something. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? I was like, he literally told me his name was like this other name. And he told me that I could request sangria on his behalf. That's like, um, oh no, sorry, different friends. Oh. I was, gonna, I was okay. like, oh, there was like that one time when you guys went to Helen, but y'all didn't go to Helen. That was Sherelle the next. Yeah. Never mind. It's okay. I'm sorry. I'm you can very, tell us your story. It just exited too. out. They, well, they went to return an axe they had found in the um, parking lot. There's an axe throwing place outside. Oh, and so, like, okay. they're like, so it whose axe is this? Because they, Cheryl's like, I'll take it home for my yeah. son. Like, he'll think it's cool. It was like a toy. It wasn't like a real one. It was like oh, kind of fake. Okay. You should probably mention it was not a real <laughs> axe. Yeah, I was like, Cheryl. Cheryl, who the hell? So then some guy's like, ah, yeah, they're like, that actually belongs to them. Just tell them that, um, like, Bob, just go go tell Bob you're returning his axe. That's Bob's. And so they, like, walk into the axe place and they're like, uh, is this Bob's? I was told to return it. And they're like, there's not a Bob that works here. It's like, like no. What's the purpose of that? <laughs> yeah, it was so bizarre. And like, yeah. I mean, the same Korea was phenomenal. Yeah, and like, so Wait, the so bartender. Yeah, so the bartender, okay. like, I like, I like befriended the bartender there. I was like, okay. I'm so sorry for like whatever weirdness that was. Yeah. <laughs> I apologized on his behalf. And I was like, here's the story. I just need three sangrias. Yeah. <laughs> and she was like, oh, I got you. And I was like, okay, thank you so much. <laughs> and so like, basically what, like one lady helped me carry all the sangrias downstairs. And I was like, sangria. And it was like a great moment, but it, it took great. like 25 minutes and a lot of weirdness to yeah. get the sangrias. She missed half so, the yeah. show. <gasps> yeah, no, I didn't. <laughs> The drama of it all. But I would That's have cool. for those three sangrias. I was already pretty She just got three pictures. I asked for a picture. She said she wouldn't do it, even though I really tried to just like, let's wow, just go for the batch Taylor. cocktail. Come on, Taylor. Whatever her name yes. was. Not Taylor Taylor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, great. But yeah, great concert, great night. Mm-hmm. And then um, Saturday came. I was, had a little stomach bug, so I didn't do anything, yeah. unfortunately. I had an event to work at. For puppy, my work. And <laughs> <laughs> With the puppers. And we're going to... And the puppers. Do a little um, bark. Yeah. Um. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll take that and edit it over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cool. um, but it was like cold Perfect. and rainy on Saturday. And I was just like not... Mm. It was good it was weather gross. to be like home and like cozy. And you're yeah. not feeling well. Not socializing, trying to sell your work. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. And we so stayed I, in. Yes. Yeah, we stayed made in. Made chicken piccata. Yeah, you made chicken piccata, and it was the best that chicken piccata really I've ever made, ever, so ever had. Yeah. It was Damn. So That's a good. large statement. It was so good. Have you had Trader Joe's? It's really good. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't have a You're girlfriend that here. cooks for me. You're going to come in here with that disrespect right now. <laughs> it's really good. I mean, listen, I have nothing against the Trader Joe. <laughs> He's great. I don't know who Joe is, but I like his. How do you say it? Piccata. Piccata. I always say it wrong. I always hesitate. You got to say it like. I want to say like picante or something. Like it just doesn't. Different different cuisine. Yeah, it is. Chicken picante could be good though. Chip Get out the I just like I just like how easy it rolls off the tongue. Like chicken, chicken piccata. piccata, chicken piccata. I have a chicken, chicken piccata. piccata. Chicken piccata. What do you make with your chicken piccata? Uh, she made rice. Yeah, that so had it's like, like a rice, lemon, lemon wine, shallots, capers. like capers. The whole love nice. capers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was delicious. Nice. Um, and then Halloween came. 
We Halloween some, went. We got some Christmas decorations. <laughs> yeah, we bought Christmas decorations. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we're ready yeah. for Christmas. Well, Kelsey, early. how was your week? Yeah. <laughs> you have had an exciting week, and I want to hear all about it. I have, this. I have. There was a lot. We started it. Go! We started it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. Yes! Guys, you might witness us watching we, World Series. We totally when. just. <laughs> yeah. All you mad I'm <laughs> um, sorry. Another reason we're in the yes. living room is because um, it's game six of the World Series, mm-hmm. and so we're watching our Braves right now. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're up. So now uh, Swanson just scored a home run, so now we're up five to zero. So, anyways, um, yeah. Oh, I know the whole team. I'm like so invested this year. Don't <laughs> even mean, start with me. I mean, based on your week, you better be invested. I am. Ties in. I basically feel like I'm a stakeholder in the company at this point. Yes, you have stock. So, stock. My point one. Point zero 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 times fifteen. Yes, one percent. It's gonna pay out big tonight. It, it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so to kind of like wait, he got a home run. Ozzy, Albies. Oh, real quick. Yeah. Did you know the guy who hit the grand slam on Game Five? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Adam. he played for U of L. No way. Yeah. I love him even more. I know he played two thousand. Seven to 2010 or something yeah. like that. Yeah. The U of the L. Yeah. Dad what? texted me that. He's like, did you know he played I for I didn't Yvel? know that. I was like, mm, yeah, of course I did. Yeah. I get it. I do that sometimes. Yeah. Just like, yeah. Duh, Dad. Duh. You didn't? Duh. Are you just <laughs> learning that? Come on, Dad. We watched it when I was in seventh grade. We call that a Walsh answer because we do that all the time in my family. Yeah. We'll be like, hey, did you know? And we're like, yeah. And they're like, did, but, like, did, did you, you really? <laughs> it's like, no. I kind of love that. I don't know. Okay, did sorry. I? Did I not? So, so to start my like quote unquote week, because we do this in like the middle of the week. Right. Um, I had a, well, I told you guys a little bit. My family friend did come in um, last minute. Oh, bought yeah. a bought a ticket. She's great. She's um yeah. Shout out Skylar. She's nineteen. Yeah. Right. Whoa, give give me a, she's a little a, bit she's of my like, youth she's back. A kiddo. She's like yeah. a decade younger than I. Stop it. Yeah, literally at one point she was like, we were talking about, we stayed up really late one night and just got like really deep. And then she was, she said some like reference and I was like, what? And she was like, oh, I forget. We're like 10 years apart. And I was like, (gasps) I want to cry. I want to actually curl up in a ball (laughs) and die somewhere. But yeah, we're a decade apart. Ew. Yeah. Anyways. (laughs) Sorry, headphone users. So, um, she came in because she's going to marry Harry Styles. And so, she's like, I'm going to go to his concert. Harry. It's like you with Taylor Swift oh. level, like, of love. Okay. Um, I don't think I want to marry Taylor Swift. I think I just want to, like, befriend that would, her. That would be awkward. For us, yeah. <laughs> be awkward for girlfriend, Kelsey. It wouldn't be awkward for me. <laughs> she's like, I love it. I, mean, I don't know. <laughs> I was gonna say I want to bake cookies with her <laughs> and like <laughs> and like why do you both have this urge to bake with Taylor I don't know Swift? that's all you don't she should, she should right. give that away for like Omaze it's like you know like that, that Omaze company that does like giveaways yeah 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 like they should do bake like, cookies I think she did do that one year like for Christmas well she she does this thing with before every like new album she hasn't done it with private like her sessions. releases yeah her private sessions she didn't do it with folklore and evermore either because obviously COVID. but yeah. she like has these secret sessions where she invites mm-hmm. fans over to her house and she like bakes cookies 
It's like her actual I want to pet her cats, too. Like, they're, they they're look so, so fluffy. Cute. It's, like, the only cats I think I would genuinely enjoy hanging with hmm. are Tay-Tay's cats. I also want to do, like, like a little, like, video with her, like, of the intense, like, acting back and forth. I feel like that'd be great. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. There's so many things. Anyways. Taylor, head us up. We know you listen. But you're... I'm also, um, also found out I love Eddie Rosario on The Braves. Talk about who you want to marry. He's already married, though, so there's an issue. Mm. <clears throat> Anyways. Slight conflict there. So, just, she wants to marry Harry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so Skylar wants to marry Harry. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, cool, like, I know a few of it. I know, like, Watermelon Sugar High. I know, like, Golden Out. Like, I know, yeah. like, a handful. That's yeah. about it. The classics. And so we go, and we're, like, feeling spontaneous, which I love her for that. Because, yeah. like, some people get very anxious. Yeah. Why is everyone like that? <laughs> <laughs> you're not the, you're not my only friend that Anxiety. does that I just <laughs> so we literally we ride the Marta we get off we're like alright what's the cheapest ticket the cheapest ticket we see is like over $200 and this one texts me as soon as we walk in she's like there's some for $89 snag them and I was like mother trucker <laughs> I was so pissed I honestly even thought about buying them at the moment and just like having you been oh my god I totally I was I was like literally if I would have seen that like 10 minutes earlier yeah oh I was so anyways so you got the ticket so I'm like I'm doing this for, I'm doing this for Skylar yeah so we get in but like those are like nosebleed seats and we're like no no it's like two hundred dollars no no so we go in for the opening act like half of the stadium isn't there so we just go sit in the front row mm-hmm. so we're like until somebody Might tells me well. to move yeah i'll be like oh my god so sorry um so we went and sat in the front row and then we hadn't eaten or like had water since mm. like brunch when we met you oh my god so we're like kind of feeling like i'm gonna pass out so we went and got some chicken tendies love that um and then the concert is about to start well we had met some friends Mm-hmm. At the Marta station. So they are like, hey, we are sitting in some other people's seats if you want to come, like, sit in ours. Because they were in, like, a good section. So we're like, okay. So we go there. As soon as Harry's about to step out, they're like, sorry, the people came and took our seats. No. So we need our seats back. And I was like, damn it. So literally, Harry comes out to his opening number. And we're, like, right behind the section. And we're like, whatever. Like, we're just trying to, like, enjoy the song, first song. Yeah. And then a lady comes up and she's like, um, ma'am, wh- where is your seat? And I was like, oh, we were we were walking. It's like the next section over. It wasn't. And I'm like, we're just like... And she's like, ma'am, you got to move. Yeah. I'm like, what? What? <laughs> she's like, you got to go. I'm like, all right. So we go. Skylar ends up stopping at the next section. And she's like, Kelsey. And just like, come here. And we literally stood at the top of the stairs for half of the concert. Until Harry's stage goes across the whole entire thing on the bottom. So at one point, he walks over to our side, and everyone, like, kind of starts to run towards, like, those stairs. And so Skylar goes, like, halfway down, and I'm like, keep going. So we went all the way down to the front row and just stood there for the other half of the concert. Nice. Oh, my God. (laughs) I was like, interesting. Never done that before. So that was fun. Okay. Yeah. Um, Watch The Shining when it was all rainy on Halloween, because I have never seen that. It's so good. So watch that classic. Did you you watch the whole thing? Mm -hmm. It's long, so that's what I was curious. It is, yeah. It gets a little dry in the middle. I was going to say, like, it it was more so like it lagged some, yeah. 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 It's slow. It's so good. Mm -hmm. It was. But then I feel like I understood a reference in Ted Lasso, because I literally watched um, The Shining, and then I turn on Ted Lasso, and it's the episode where Beard tells his friends to, like, hey, tell this guy I told you you could walk in. Mm-hmm. And the door they knock on says 237 with a big question mark. And I was like, 
is that supposed to be like a, a film reference? Oh, okay. And now I get it. Interesting. Yeah. So if you're a Ted Lasso fan, <laughs> check it out. Um, and then I went to uh, Sunday. I was just going to go to the Battery to watch the World Series, which if you don't know, is just like connected to the stadium outside. Mm-hmm. Well, I get there. They're not letting people into the Battery because they're like reaching capacity. Yeah, so you have to have a, a World Series ticket to just get into the Battery. And I'm like... <laughs> Well, like, fuck. Uh, and I had a friend inside, and I'm like, well, like, my friend's in there. I'm literally just meeting him. And they're like, your friend's going to have to come out here and get you. But the waitress that my friend was with was like, I wouldn't leave, like, yeah. if I were you. And yeah. so I'm like, fuck, dude. I'm like, it's, like, it's fine. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just not going to buy a ticket. So, I'm gonna- yeah. <laughs> so I bought a ticket. So I'm officially broke, broke, broke after this week. Yeah. But it was like... I, it's so interesting because I grew up watching baseball because we scored again. We're totally winning tonight. Yeah. I, I grew up watching baseball because my dad and like his, um, older brother, especially like obsessed with baseball. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. it's like, all right. Like I like it when I'm there, but I get bored watching it on TV sometimes. Yeah. But for whatever reason, I'm like feeling them this year. Yeah. And I got really excited. I've been to a couple games this year. I was watching the whole world series. I think I missed one game and yeah, I was like, I really want to be there. And, like, how cool. They had the potential to win it all that night. So I yeah. did it. I got a really high seat, made friends with the people in my section. I got so um, – I don't know if you saw it. There's, like, a plastic World Series cup that you could mm. get your draft beer in. And I'm like, oh, my God, the guys I, were, I was sitting next to, I'm like, where did you get that? And he's like, oh, you got to walk down to this spot, ask for the World Series draft. And I'm like, okay, cool. Because I'm like, I want a little, like, souvenir. Yeah. So I go down. I stayed in this line for, like, an inning. And I'm like, oh, my God. So I get it to the front. And I'm like, yeah, the World Series draft and the guy's like we don't have it and I was like oh so y'all are like sold out of the cups and he's like I mean I got my own private ones if you have cash oh and I was like (laughs) he's got black market oh yeah and this was like a 60 year old man like this was an older man and I was like we live for entrepreneurship right so I literally I looked at him and I said I live for this how much (laughs) and he goes Twenty dollars. The draft beer was four, fourteen or fifteen, mm-hmm. but you get a beer in it. He was yeah. just selling the cup, and I'm like, "Do you have Venmo?" And he's like, "Cash." And I was like, <laughs> "Uh." So luckily, the guy I had been standing next to in line was beside me, and he like leaned over and he was like, "What do you want?" And I was like, "I was just trying to get like the draft to get like the cup." Um, and he's like, "How much? Get it. Just get it." And I was like, "He said it's twenty dollars cash. I don't have cash." And he was like. No, just get it. It's fine. And he, like, hands out, like, a wad of money. And he's like, no, just take it. And I was like, do you have Finmo? And he was like, no, just take it. It's fine. Take the cup. It's the and so he looks at the guy. He's like, how, how, how many? So he's like, we'll take one, too. So he hands the guy $40. And I, like, got my cup for free. He's like, I'll take 12 of your cups, sir. Right. How many oh you have? So it was just a fun bartering environment. Yeah. It was great. But I at least got to see a Grand Slam in the World Series. That's awesome. Which yeah. I don't know, like, when the last time that happened. And the, on Did TV, you see the stat? On TV, it said, the f- it, like, three of them have happened in the first inning at a World Series ever. Yeah. That's like, insane, it was so. insane. The whole stadium was, like, shaking. I, like, screamed until I lost my voice. Like, oh, it was great. It was yeah. wild because we were, like, watching. Like, we're not even, like, sports ball people. No. I was, sports ball. <laughs> I was dying when you were, like, watching sports ball. and uh, Or, no, when you were, like, home run with all the people on the bla- on the bases. And I was, like, that's a grand slam. Yeah. Look at it. She said that. Famous a grand slam. <laughs> 
was like, oh, so cute. Oh, she was so excited. I was. It was yeah. You were watching it, though. You yeah, had a brave yeah. shirt on or sweatshirt on yeah, and everything. I had a brave yeah. t-shirt on. I was, I was feeling it. I I wasn't feeling up to being in the crowd because, honestly, looking at, like, the aerial view of the World Series, I was like, mm-hmm. that looks miserable. And then Katie, my friend Katie, texted me and said that they weren't letting anybody into the battery if you didn't yeah. have a ticket. I mean, and it was that. packed. Yeah, yeah, I was like, I'm not buying a ticket. <laughs> Yeah, I don't blame you, but you could have had a screenshot of mine because I got my friend in because I just gave her a screen because they were just checking it to get past that point. Oh, like they weren't the scanning it. Oh. So I like sent it to my friend there to get her in. Oh, so I was like, I feel like I just took one for the team, you know? Yeah, and everyone just, should Venmo you like some money. That's like, what, oh my God, I should have been like, t- give me $10. I'll yeah. screenshot my pass so you can get in. <laughs> Dude, they do it. It would have paid for my hot dog. You know, it just would have yeah, paid for my dinner. It's fine. I got two fizzies for free too. Nice. Because they were selling the outside of the battery. They, like, had a stand. And, and they were like, oh, it's free unless you got cash tips. And I was like, I don't have cash. They're like, it's fine. No one carries cash anymore. They really don't. Like, why do people... Why like, do people think that? Let's just get rid of it. <laughs> yeah. I thought of... Um, this is how I compare it to a friend, though. Trying to get into the battery was, like, the Titanic when, like, the peasants are trying to get up to, like, through that gate. The peasants. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, they was <laughs> Like, me... Read a book! Like, eek. Like, my economic level on the titanic trying to get past the gate yeah. you know what i mean yeah. like that literally like we all like, know we're I'm, i can see like i'm right like, here <laughs> yeah no and like you're like just like slowly drifting into the <laughs> right and i'm like water, and you're like, like no and, try, and they're like they have like the quartet just on their like right and i'm friends. like you can't <laughs> just let just but, let me through but, but, but and then, but, yeah, yeah exactly that's what it felt like who died on the titanic yes a quick moment of silence our hearts got to you well Speaking cool. of death, should we? Oh my god! <laughs> what well, a segue! Well, no, I have my, I have my, my recommendations. Oh, Savrex! Wait, your weekly Rex. Savrex. Do you listen to the podcast? Do you listen? Before? I do, but I haven't listened to the most recent. Savrex. I've done the past couple ones. I give a recommendation. Yeah. We can tell how dated you are. Eek. Eek. We should test our we um, should. our guests before they come on. No. Anyway. <laughs> so. Wow. Okay. Okay. Well, then don't test Never me. mind. <laughs> um, I have two recommendations, actually. Uh, my first one is to get... <laughs> <laughs> the laugh for me. The little giggle. <laughs> the maniacal giggle. It was like excited. I was like, I was in my, when I was writing out, because I wrote notes because I don't want to forget to talk about anything. Yeah. Uh, it's professional. I. <laughs> do you see our typed up notes? No, I, I love it. I live. Well, I, I don't have a printer. I would do the same. <laughs> yeah, we printed it. Mm, sorry, Bark. Um. But I, I wrote this out and I was like, oh my god, this is going to be so cute. And now that I'm reading it, it's going to be really It was stupid. like my blood orange thing. It was very embarrassing. Blood orange. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, I think there should have been like a sound bite that you guys used. I know, and right. it's like a heavy like metal guitar. And it's like, <laughs> blood orange. Blood orange. Yeah. 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 Be my manager. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. So you're, Sav's Rex. What is, what is it? I'm on the edge of my seat. Well, I have yeah. two. Okay. The first one was, I, I, I wrote, um, I recommend getting an amazing girlfriend who takes you to Bath and Body Works to buy candles to help the apartment smell cute. See, I told you Wasn't that idea. Cute? So cute. No, I asked her. When we went yeah, to brunch, yeah. I was like, can you please tell me what this date idea is? Yeah. That you said is really cheesy because I love cheesy date ideas. It was like cheesy and cheap. 
But like, cute. I told her, I was like, but like, that's what I would live for. Like, that's so, so cute. It was a lot of fun. You don't need money yeah. to make someone happy. Just, like, you no. know, it's she, a th- it's a thoughtful like little. Yeah, I love that. Well, I know because I was telling her, I was like, I feel like people a lot of times think like, oh, I can't treat like my boyfriend or girlfriend because mm-hmm. I don't have money. You're like, I can't do anything. Mm-hmm. So like, let's like, just sit at home and do nothing. So and I'm much. like, you can really do a lot though. You like, can literally just go make a mo- make a moment. Yeah, make you a moment. It was cute. It was really really cute. So Kelsey surprised me. What was your so we got mm. three, we three four. We got three, six candles. We got six candles from Bath and Body Works because she Kelsey does this thing where she has a new scent profile with every season um, for her apartment, which is a I dig brilliant. It's, a, it's idea. a quarterly budget that I keep for yes. Bath. Yeah. Um, and so she was like, <laughs> "We're gonna go pick out candles because I want your input on what the scent profile is gonna be for fall." And I was like. That's really cute. I'm not going to cry. But we got... <laughs> you spend a lot of time at my apartment. Yeah. <laughs> like, I want it to also be your input, too. It was really mm-hmm. cute. But what we got... Um, at spice apple toddy. Because we wanted a little bit of apple in there. Yeah. Like yep. a hint of spice yep. apple. Yeah. yeah. And then we yep. got a... Um, we got a, a flannel. A flannel. Mm-hmm. Like a like, yeah, it's like a something. cologne. It was like a cologne, crisp, mm-hmm. um, just like fresh smell yeah. mixed with the apple. Oh, mm-hmm. it smells so good. Yeah, Love. it's like, the way I would describe it is like a muted, like spiced apple, hmm. which is good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It was really good. Yeah. I have my favorite scents as well. Yeah. Yeah. What are they? Anyone asked, but uh, yeah, I like. <laughs> what are they? Hey, will, will you so, tell us what your favorite scent is? <laughs> oh my god! Thanks for asking. Yeah. Wait, can I guess one of them? You probably. I was gonna say you know. I buy well, the yeah, same no. candles every Savannah, year. Savannah, you guess, and then you corroborate. Well, I know. Correct or is, it, is one of them vanilla birch? Nope. Oh, never mind. She doesn't yeah, know. Okay. What, what are your favorite yeah. scents? I thought you. I well, like my my birch. my fall scents. I have never owned a vanilla birch candle. You you owned one and then you gave me one for my birthday. It's I may have you. given you one. No, you owned one because I was like, this smells like your bathroom. You're like, yeah, I know. I burned one in my bathroom. Okay. I guarantee it. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. Okay. <laughs> um, I love pumpkin apple. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's my favorite from Bath and Body Works. If I do yeah. Yankee Candle, uh, my mom hooked me up. This is what I grew up on, so, like, I didn't realize this is why I love this scent. She does the sweet cinnamon pumpkin. Mm. Oh, yes. That's something I would very much like. Yeah, yeah. It's a good balance, too. I like Yankee yeah. candles, too. I really yeah. do enjoy them. My favorite. Oh, yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there's more. <laughs> Wait. There's more. Um, if I'm doing a clean fall scent, like, what mm-hmm. I like in my bathroom yeah. for fall would be, like, crisp morning air. Yeah. I think we got crisp fall morning air. Or, like, or a vanilla birch. Mm. Um, I swear. Yeah. And then there's there's like a leaves one that I like too. Is a good transition. We almost got a leaves one, but it was a little too like cinnamony because there's like a hint mm. of cinnamon. In yeah, the there is. Which you kind of have in the spice toddy, don't you? It's more of an apple than anything else. Though. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's like yeah, it's like an apple with a punch. I had a guy come over and he used my um, pumpkin apple hand soap, and he came out of the bathroom and he was like, "I'm not gonna lie, I washed my hands twice, and I thought about taking that soap." <laughs> You thought about taking my soap the first time you came over here, too. Oh, yeah. I even took a oh, picture of it ha- because I loved it so much. <laughs> that heated, too. I was like, yeah. well, I mean, yeah. Yeah, the first time I came over, I was like, I'm obsessed. But I was just, like, smelling my hands. It was like, like I'm a- obsessed. <laughs> I don't remember what it is. It's like. Ba- Bath and Body Works does that, where they yeah. just, like, yeah. and you become a What scent was so, it? I don't remember. It's, it's like a cl- one of those, like, fresh ones. It was like a eucalyptus something. It's like a eucalyptus. Cucumber. Cucumber. I don't know. It smells very clean, very fresh. Ooh. And it, they don't make it anymore. I was going to get her what? for it. I was, they were having a sale, and I was 
yeah. would give her like six of the soaps. Wait, that's so cute. But they yeah. didn't have anymore. I would, I would just be, my hands would be raw from washing. <laughs> you just be like, what are you doing? I'm just washing my hands again. <laughs> Here we go. Like, just, just, been washing just washing my hands. My hands. Can I wash my feet with this? <laughs> No. Just have the foam soap in my yep. bathtub. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, Kelsey, what are your favorite scents? Oh, my favorite scent for fall, and this is my typical profile, but this is why I wanted her and put it too. Um, I like Target candles because they're the best value. You get 15 ounces for $10 instead of $25. Um, she does her research. That, and very pretty. Like Yes. yes I loved the ones well. you had for the office. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so one of them is brown sugar chestnut. That's a good one. It's Which, yeah, I wouldn't have so picked, good. but it smells great. Oh, it's so good. It smells like one, it'd be too sweet, but it's not. I do that one for fall. And then for spring, I do like essentially their, um, what is it? The, the volcano candle. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. And then Christmas is always like a pine scent. Yeah. I love the volcano candle. Yeah. yeah. You had nice those situation. forever. Because I used to work at Altered State, and I got a help. hell of a I would say they're just now. so expensive, but they are yeah. phenomenal. Yeah. Well, yeah, there's like, I, got them I feel like people like have started creating like, imitation mm-hmm. volcano candles. They oh, are. You know, yeah. yeah. There are. And there's pastas. Some, yeah. There's some. There, Target, I think Target has one, actually. It's yeah. like a papaya mm. yes. something. It's yeah. really good. I smelled it. I was like, well, all right, then. Guys, I feel like since we're talking about candles, do you guys want to... Well, I guess I, whatever. Do you want to have a candle date? The first weekend of December is when oh, Bath they, and Body Works does their candle sale. To be fair, our candles were on sale too, but yes. Yeah. I well, know. we can go because we can get the Christmas ones. Yeah. You, it, yeah. We were going to go early December anyways. We do like the same Christmas scents. Mm-hmm. The yeah, like, like Christmas burr, tree. balsam. Yes. Yeah. Balsam, Fresh balsam. balsam. Yeah. They balsam. Have one tree called the, uh, what is it? The tree farm. The candle, you mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It smells so good. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> they have one candle, yes. Too much candle talk. Anyway. Welcome to our podcast. <laughs> On this week's sense. <laughs> balsam fur. Fresh balsam. We go over the high and low notes of the candle. <laughs> we go, we start at the trunk and go all the way to the top. <laughs> how does it burn? Hmm. <laughs> how long does it take? We will is... sit here and wait for this entire candle to burn. Go. <laughs> is it a wood wick? Is it a three wick? A two wick? A single wick? Two three wicks burn. That's how many, how many ounces? <laughs> what are our thoughts on white candles versus when they color the wax? Like, does the colored wax go faster or slower? Mm-hmm. Does the color wax, like, inhibit the yeah. scent right. versus right. the white We're wax? We're here to ask the how? tough questions. <laughs> here. Here's my thing. That you want to know. Have you also seen how Bath & Body Works will do, I forget how they word it, but it's like um, more intense like candles. Oh, no. Where it's like time, it's like um, times two. <laughs> Why can't I talk? It's times two. <laughs> There's certain scents, it's like enhanced scent or oh, something. Oh, yeah, no, intense. Intense. Yeah. And I'm like, so are y'all just trying to make me pay more because you're taking out some of the scent in the normal candles? candle now that you're gonna make me want to buy i feel like it's a conspiracy <laughs> shane dawson i feel hey like <laughs> hey, hey guys. guys i feel like do you not know the reference she doesn't watch shane <laughs> i know that's why we're not friends mm-hmm. so yeah <laughs> news to everybody <laughs> okay <laughs> i just kid but yeah, anyways, that was my conspiracy theory. So I'll never yeah. buy the intense candles. No, I agree. I think it's a I'm, ripoff. Yeah. Okay. I'm tempted to know, like, we should honestly have a comparison <gasps> test. Okay. Where, like, we put, like, one in a your blind, bedroom a blind and one smell in her test. bedroom because, like, they're roughly the same size. And then mm, we can that's a good idea. we can actually get a gauge of, like, does it fill the room more or not? That would be interesting. Sorry, just a thought we had for candle talk. <laughs> I love that. 
for our next uh, candle test. All right. Um, so my next recommendation. Yes. Oh, yeah. The real one. Yes, well, yes. Well, with the candle date. The candle one was really cute. I just it's a good idea. For all of our broke listeners. Yeah, it's a good Even idea. if you're not broke, I would do it. I, mean, I am broke. Yeah. I don't know what Did I'm saying. Did we hear her weekend? Just stop. She doesn't have any money. She's a third class passenger. I'm looking for all the broke date ideas. <laughs> It's like, really if, how I feel in if life, you're though. broke and it's the holiday season and you're trying to be cute with someone, maybe just, like, ask them to engage in your scent profile for your apartment. <clears throat> yeah. 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 Pick a candle. I feel like my, my wording was just wrong. It shouldn't be broke. It should just be if you're trying, if you're looking for a cute date idea. I mean, you could also cute, be broke. You could bro- yeah. be broke. Just say cheap. If you want a cute little inexpensive hmm. date idea. There you go. A great value date idea. <laughs> a great value. I give it a 10 out of 10 for value. <laughs> yeah, and functionality. Yeah. Yeah. Her apartment smells great. It smells amazing. Okay. Thank God it smelled horrible. So my next, my next recommendation is a movie that Kelsey and I actually watched last night called *Malignant*. So have you seen that? No, but it looks. Is it scary? Oh my! So it isn't. It isn't. Phenomenal. It's such a great movie. I'm gonna read you the little. They only lost seven million dollars on it though. Um, Let me. I'm gonna read you the little blurb. So the director is James Wan, who did all the Saw movies, and he did the Conjuring movies, and he did like Aquaman, like oh, which have been like more recent good horror films mm-hmm. okay and he we watched like the making of it he said he wanted to pay homage to like the 80s horror gore so like there is some gore in it i will say it's, that okay yeah but okay. there is some there's some comedy in there too oh. and then there's like some mind fucks and like halfway through the movie we were like wait 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 and we were like trying to piece it all together in our brains and like maybe, oh i love those maybe, but you like, did it we kind of did actually oh, together. Together, it yeah. was more okay. healthy than me, but like together we did kind of do the whole thing. Um, but so paralyzed by fear from shocking visions, a woman's torment worsens as she discovers her waking dreams are terrifying realities. I will say, I will give you one like don't, little. Don't spoil it. I'm not going to spoil I'll it. Murder you in your in your sleep. I will not. But I'm just going to say one thing. <laughs> God. Teratoma. <gasps> Does that show up? Were you terrified of the teratoma? Terrified that's teratoma. That's terrified teratoma. That's terrified teratoma. It's like a vocal warm up. Anything else? <clears throat> it's a phenomenal movie. Teratoma. It's so good. Twelve out of ten would recommend. Yeah, and I really like that. Like it's 13. different than anything I feel like he's done before. I agree. Because like typically like okay. The Conjuring, Insidious, like these are all mm. things that are like more like spirit based mm, versus true. like you know something that like yeah it's just it's a different vein of it's horror. really it's i've never seen anything more like, like psychological thriller mm-hmm. more like murder mystery oh yeah there's some murder mystery yeah, like there they're good pulls from like a different like subgenres almost yeah and the That's acting really cool. actually is really good in it too and like yeah. the film work the lighting it's just a beautiful oh, movie it's a beautifully shot movie oh and it's just a great concept it was released on hbo max and mm-hmm. it was released like the week before <laughs> that um what is that i Marvel remember seeing movie? previews um the, in, oh, the internals um, or no 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 it's uh what is that? it's the seven ten rings marvel movie whatever oh, that was called yeah i think it was ten rings uh, something yeah it was released like one week before that and like marvel oh. thing, like i was reading an article because we were like the budget was 40 million and made 33 million he, yeah he mentioned that this was a lower budget film for him yeah and i was like what is like a low budget for a movie like this like five million like what does that right. look like yeah and then we weren't expecting 40 million yeah i was, I was like well, what did it gross it. and then like 33 million globally 
So they lost lost money on the project. Yeah, and it's like, it sucks because it got released on HBO Max, which I'm like, I mean, as an investor in a COVID movie, you should kind of expect it not to be. But it's going to, I know, I feel bad for movies right now. I know, I do too. I think that's like a general. That's like the whole thing with the Black Widows thing. Yeah. It's because like they released it on Disney Plus. Right. And And so everyone's streaming it together, right? They're having like watch parties with 20 people. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Like you don't need to go buy a ticket for like, I mean, for that. Yeah. Like you just. How Which kind of stinks. <clears throat> I, like, get it in the sense that you want to put stuff out to keep people, like, entertained. You want to, like, you know, make art and, you know, that type of thing. And you want it to be seen. And people right. aren't going to the movies. But people are going to the movies now. Movies are open. Yeah. I've started to notice new movies coming out are, like, in theaters only. Like, they've started putting that again because they're like, we're over the bullshit. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we want to make money again. <laughs> right. We are all broke. We are all class <laughs> Broke by their standards. <laughs> yeah. 12 World Series. <laughs> right. Like, oh. Right. Oh, yeah. my God. Okay. Well, that's all I have. Mm-hmm. Anybody else have anything? They want to say? Well, oh. so also for Halloween, I was watching, I feel like you recommended this a really long time ago, or you just talked about it, and I realized this is where you got it from, um, how the movies that made us, the documentary where they go through, like, how yes. horror movies, yeah. well, they go through, like, a ton. I haven't watched all of them. Yeah. But I was like, that is so cool. Like, it goes through how Halloween was made, how Friday the 13th, like, Isn't all of them. so cool? And I'm like, yo, Savannah and I could totally make a movie. Like, that's basically what all these people did is just, like, you fake it till you make it and, True. like, just figure it out. I feel like we, if we come up with a good idea, like... I feel like everyone around this table, you're now at an yeah, actor, yeah. director, producer round table. Yes. Audio mean? engineer. Audio engineer table. I mean, I could do like post production. Well, you have, have also like, act. Have you cannot, seen your face? Yeah. I have like, tangible skills. You're have you seen beautiful. her teeth? Yeah, those teeth. Teratoma. Yeah. Te- no. <laughs> don't joke. Shut up. Don't joke. I don't I get mean, it. Do you know teratomas? Do you know what those are? No. Oh. Oh. Doesn't listen to the <laughs> No, but they are like little, they're like little sacks on the body. And if you open them up, they can have, they have like hair and teeth and, like teeth oh, and stuff. Like extra them. tissue. <laughs> yes. It's like, it's like an, um, it's like yes. in that movie. Yes. <laughs> no, no yes. that's why, the reason I said that was because it's like um, my big fat Greek wedding where she's like, and in the little thing was a set of teeth. I don't remember that. I don't remember that at all. I vaguely remember that. She's like talking about always a lump on the back of my neck. It's literally like the twin she absorbed in the womb. (laughs) And she's like, a full set of teeth. Oh my god. So when you said, when you were like little teeth, I was like, oh shit. And I was like, yes. 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 Because it just reminds me of the ant on my Big Fat Greek wedding. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. I feel like we could all create something really great if we actually really wanted to. Yeah. And we had like a million dollars to do it. Well, but I mean, like, like I feel, I feel like, like we can all back in the day, like people. those eighty, yeah, we can yeah. razzle dazzle someone. Break our Shark now. Tank out. Do you know what Friday the Thirteenth did? The guy literally made a poster just of Friday the Thirteenth with some broken glass on it, and got everybody talking about, it and everybody like, oh my gosh, like this is gonna be the movie, and like blah blah blah, and that's how he got his investors. And then once he got the money, he was like, all right, guess we gotta figure out a script to make a movie about it. And there really wasn't even a script. <laughs> I love that. So incredible. <laughs> you know, we can do it. <sighs> yeah. All right. Well, we have been talking for 45 minutes. Oh, my God. Oh my God. <laughs> so, uh, be a long one. Pee break. Um, do we need to take a pee break? Are we good? I'm okay. I can keep going. Okay, cool. Well, I think it's time to snap, crackle, get this podcast popping. There she goes. Whoa. <laughs> that looks cool. <laughs> it did. Um, so, Kelsey and I were, took a trip to Louisville. 
Uh-oh. And um, on our drive back, I was like, hey, do you want to listen to some podcasts? Hmm. And I love listening to podcasts in the car. Kelsey likes to listen to songs, music. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and Kelsey listens to vinyls and mixtapes. <laughs> Only. It's a bitch to carry. <laughs> She has an Audio Technica record player <laughs> that travels with her. So Kelsey likes to listen to music. So I was like, okay, well, when you're driving, we can listen to songs. But if I'm driving, do you mind if we listen to a podcast? And I uh, politely yielded. The relationship compromise. She was like, sure. And I was like, okay, let's just pick anyone out from this one. And we listened to one. She's like, I actually kind of like these people. So we put put on another one. Mm-hmm. Well, we put on the WeWork one too. We put on the WeWork one, which, which is, was eye opening in itself. You need to watch. It. Oh. You need to watch the documentary. Because I it will. hits home. I feel like <laughs> I feel like in maybe a year's time we can all reconvene and, and maybe speak make about, about something else. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I'm game. Okay. Well, I will just I'll sit here for like haha's and let you guys just like talk because I don't I can't really say anything. <laughs> okay. Anyway, you know a lot though. I do know a lot, but I don't like have firsthand experience. If the y'all. mafia came after us for the job, you would probably also be killed because you know yeah. too much. It's, it's too you know? really. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, I feel like she's, that's the level. She's flattered by being murdered by the <laughs> like, really, You know too much. She's like, oh my god, stop. Hi. Like, the murder is like, you gotta go too. And she's like, oh, really? <laughs> Guys? I just wanna be included. Oh my god, thank you. Yeah, do you want me to stand here? Like, Neil, like, how do you wanna? How do you wanna do this? <laughs> what, you just lay on the plaster? Okay. No, wait, no, okay. cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. Make sure it's like... Extra large tarp, just so I have some room. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna be dramatic about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I yes. have games of holiday. <laughs> but we we listen to podcasts. We which listen is a refreshing podcast. change for me because yeah. I do only listen to songs. Uh, <laughs> I too only listen to songs. <laughs> but we listen to a podcast about WeWork, and then we listen to a podcast about the hunt for the Long Island serial killer. Dun dun dun! One sent this one. <laughs> I'm pointing to girlfriend Kelsey across the table here into a spiral. (laughs) And they were kind of, so the podcast that we listen, the podcast that I love recaps true crime podcasts. Like that's Mm -hmm. their whole thing. Mm -hmm. And they're really funny about it. They pick, they, they're really good. It's called true crime obsessed. If you want to listen to it, but they're very funny. They're very, very impressed. Yeah. And then they pull out like the levity moments that make you like laugh. And then they like also like pick out like the moments that are like, Oh, I wouldn't even like, like, thought twice about that if I was so watching it. So they should it. edit our podcast. Yeah, they should. Got um, uh, but they, um, they, the, uh, the, oh my God. The po- <laughs> so excited. The do- I know, there's so many thoughts going through my brain, like, it's hard for me to vocalize it. Um, so the podcast, or the documentary that they were covering was a, po- a documentary, and it was also a seven-part podcast. So the documentary and the podcast kind of went to, in the same, and so after we listened, to the recap one, Kelsey's like, we gotta listen to this one. And we listened to it. And then she proceeded to listen to all six episodes in like, or seven episodes in like less than 24 hours. I, I dove deep. She dove. I don't, deep. I don't get involved in true crime very often. It was it's the really? not like a genre that really speaks to me. It was like, like the Gabby Petito, Brian Laundry thing. Yeah, you that took was a the di- first. Yeah, that was like. It might be story. her rubbing off on you. I mean, yeah, like she like introduces me to it. I'm like, okay, like this isn't half bad. Um, <laughs> So then, very like, proud. <laughs> but, but I mean, like, and that's where it's like I I'll dip my toe in it, but I'll probably never get like fully involved. And like, you're sitting in front of like a ten page paper. 
it's a dissertation. Wrote. Right, right. <laughs> like you're ready to defend we it. Have, I, have, it I have a thesis prepared for Oh, today. so this is unsolved. You guys listen well, no, to everything, you have the answer. So that's the beauty of like this seven part podcast is because essentially it talks about like a highly suspect potential covered up story okay. from like what happened when all this came to light. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and that's what's cool about it is like, you know, they have different pieces of like evidence that they didn't have previously. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Like one of the podcasts, uh, I think Alexis Linkletter is her name. She's one of the hosts of that seven part podcast. Hmm. And she actually is a childhood friend to one of the people we'll talk more about later on. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just really cool how all the yeah. pieces and like she was talking to this person and then the, because she was talking to this person, like more things opened up about this other person and then she was able to go. It was just, it's really cool. It's actually yeah, fantastic. It's a really good series. Okay. It's a really, yeah, it's really, really good. Um, so basically, if you don't know, the Long Island, ser- Long Island serial killer, also known as Lisk, L-I-S-K, mm-hmm. is how a lot of people look at it, is also known as the Craigslist killer. Um, <gasps> this person, or do you know this? I almost clicked on a YouTube video yesterday that said the Craigslist killer. <gasps> And, but I didn't click. Yeah, that's weird. I was like, ooh, that sounds juicy. But I was like, I don't have the energy. So I like went to something like more nice. Yeah. <laughs> glad. I'm um, glad. Okay. Well, this person or persons was responsible for what's thought to be 16 to 17 deaths along the Gilgo Beach area of Long Island. Jeez. Should we all say it together? Long Island? Long, Long Island. Island. Long Island. Okay. Listen, yes. Victim was in Long Island. The victims were in Long, Long Island. Island. Mm-hmm. Um, all the women that were found were, most of them, I believe, because some of them are still unidentified, mm. um, were sex workers, and they were fr- found kind of in the brush area along the highway next to Gilgo mm. Beach, which is like an actual beach in Long Island. Like, it's a pretty massive area. Okay. Um, well, it's not terribly massive, but it's like a known area, I guess. Okay. Um, and most of them, again, if they're able to, because we'll hear that some of um, what they found were just torsos, um, but some of them that they were able to see were strangled. Okay. Um, and it wasn't all connected until the body of Shannon Gilbert was found in May of 2010, and that's when the investigators started to take a closer look at all the connections that they saw, um, and that's kind of like... The first little snippet. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm kind of going to go a little. We, Kelsey and I really did kind of. <laughs> we talked about how we were going to do these notes because we didn't kind of together. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so I'm kind of going to go over the kind of the overview of the case and kind of the timeline a little bit and a few of the suspects. Okay. And then Kelsey is going to go into a little bit of her thoughts because she's like, like we have mentioned, has d- dove very deep. Okay. Um, and has a lot of thoughts and a lot of like conspiracies and Mm -hmm. she has listened to the whole podcast. I haven't listened to the whole podcast. Okay. Um, so she has a lot more information on some other things that I do, but let's Mm. just go ahead and get started on May 1st, 2010, Shannon Gilbert, a 23 year old sex worker was hired on Craigslist to go to a private, the private residence of Joseph Brewer. Um, her driver, his name is Michael Pack, dropped her off. He has since been cleared of everything. He doesn't have... A lot of people thought that he was had something to do with mm-hmm. everything, but he doesn't. Um, but we find out later that Shannon actually fled the house of Joseph Brewer shortly after arriving and called 911 with claims that someone was trying to kill her. Um, she was running to neighbor, neighboring homes and pounding on the doors trying to get help. <clears throat> But the 911 call has never actually been released to the public, and so only a very hmm. few number of people know exactly what was said on that 911 call, which reportedly lasted 22 minutes. Um, 
Oh, <laughs> sure. <laughs> so that's a piece, too, that we'll, we'll touch on a little bit later. But it's like, basically, they pronounced this woman, Shannon Gilbert, as dead, right? Mm-hmm. And they, they pronounced her death as, like, an accident, not a murder. Mm-hmm. They pronounced it as death by misadventure that she had drowned, quote-unquote, on the beach. Okay. Um, because she'd been, like, drunk or whatever. Like, they, uh, they suspected, okay. right? And it's interesting because when a crime is, like, fully closed out and they, like, like fully, like, classified it, they're able to release things to the public because it's done. Mm-hmm. And they still will not release this tape to even the public. Today. Even today. And it's... But it's been a, closed. But it's been closed. And so that's where it's, it, quote, unquote. So it's mm. very interesting that the Suffolk County Police Department Has won't release this tape. Hmm. And, like, it's just, it's interesting that, like, that's t- like typical protocol, but they're not doing. Makes it. you think like maybe she deliberately said what was going on that there's completely a contradicts and everything. There's actually one part of the podcast where they talked to her lawyer and they were like, "Can we confirm like yes or no? Like, is this on the tape?" And he was like, "I can do that, but I can't tell you like certain things." Mm-hmm. And so we'll eventually get that tape, and as time goes on, but it's just frustrating yeah. that the Suffolk County Police Department won't release won't it, release even though it's like typical protocol. Yeah, so. and it's sketchy. Yeah, very yeah. sketchy. Mm-hmm. So. Um, she was reported missing, and the search for Shannon officially began. And in December of 2019, while they were searching for Shannon, wait, was it 2019? 2011, sorry. Um, while they were searching for Shannon, uh, Suffolk County police found the bodies of four other women reportedly wrapped in burlap. Um, and they were found on the um, brush next to Gilgo Beach. Um, and these women were known as the Gilgo Four, um, and their names were Marine Barnes, Melissa Bartholomew, Megan Waterman, and Amber Costello. The police were shocked upon this discovery and realized in their search for Shannon, they might have found the dumping ground for a serial killer because these women were all sex workers mm-hmm. and they were all strangled. So they were like, well, this is obviously like connected. connected. Mm-hmm. Um, they... Uh, in March of 2011, March and April of 2011, um, police found the remains of six more women, and they were found, and Shannon was found in December of 2011. And they were found, her, she was found, which was weird, because she was found, like, not super far away from, like, where the original Go-Go 4 were found, which I'm like, maybe, hmm. like, extend, How did they not? I was like, extend the search, maybe, like, a mile? Yeah, so they weren't, like, massively mm-hmm. geographically spread out. They touched on this in, like, the seven-part documentary. But, like, on a map, they look pretty far apart. But when they actually went there, like, Alexis Linkletter and um, mm-hmm. the guy that also did the podcast. Billy Jensen. Yes, him. Um, they <laughs> discovered that they were, like, within, like, realistically, like, 500 to 800 feet from each other. Yeah, they were super close. Yeah, so, like, this was, like, this was, like, a known dumping ground for whoever the serial killer or killers yeah. is, which we can talk about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. About well, too. also, another thing, it's, like, the area that they were found in was kind of, like, it had, like, spikes like burrs on it was kind of hard to navigate but at the same time like throw on some protective i feel like once you find four bodies you would kind of like like just just look right literally just like rip the weeds out like gardening gloves will do that well and it's interesting because one person even described um in like the police department they described that dumping ground as like it would be a place that only someone who would have business like sitting on the side of the road mm-hmm. like in a would car dump, yeah. would like dump their stuff because otherwise like it looks very suspicious that someone's just like sitting on the edge of this gotcha. right, right. Yeah, because it's like the, the edge like of the road a yeah, yeah huh. cliff, and then it's the beach okay yeah um so let's see here it didn't take long for police to connect the victims. So the news obviously terrified the community of Oak Beach, Long Island, which was like it was a very like posh community too. Mm. It's like a gated community. 
Um, but the question still remained, who done it? Um, and so here are the couple of people that I found particularly interesting. Um, I, I'm going to go in order of... Actually, there is no order. My apologies. That's I meant right. to... We forgive you. Thank you. Yeah. Safe space. Um, <laughs> so Dr. Peter Hackett was an, a retired re- emergency service doctor and just an overall very, very, very creepy dude. He got involved in the case shortly after Shannon went missing. Actually, two days after Shannon went missing, um, Mari Gilbert, Shannon's mother, who has since been killed, um, said that he called her and said that he ran a halfway house and that Shannon had been staying with, staying there with him but actually left with her driver, who, as we mentioned before, his name is Michael Pack. Um, and he actually started to get worried that she wasn't, because she hadn't come back and communicated anything with him. He also mentioned that she, when she arrived at his house on May 1st, that he gave her some medicine to help her calm down. Okay. Obviously concerned. Shannon's sister and mother went to check up on the story, but by then Hackett was denying the whole thing, saying that he had never met Shannon. He had no idea who these two women were talking about, blah, blah, blah. Um, but then later, later Hackett told 48 Hours that he did know Shannon, um, and, but Shannon's mom, and he did in fact call Shannon's mom, but it was two weeks after Shannon had been missing, and it was for her friends to help search for her body, like just calling everybody. I'm mm-hmm. like, why would you call her mom? Mm-hmm. And then why would you deny it? Just like and then, yeah, and then admit to it. Ridiculous. That's but weird. phone records actually okay. show that um, he did call Mari Shannon's mom on May 3rd on his wife's cell phone the day that Mari mm. initially said that he called her. So it's like, bro, just right. get your fucking story straight, right? Why mess around? But then he, when when this was brought to his attention, he actually said he doesn't remember saying that, and that quote unquote, a person gets a lot of calls. So yeah, sketchy. Yeah, Makes sense, yeah, real real sketchy. I don't think those are the f- types of phone calls that you forget though. That's yachty. Is that yachty? It's yachty. It sounds like a man. It does. It sounds like me snoring. <laughs> oh, I have I have videos no, of those. Oh, it's like you know what you sound like snoring. Oh, she records me. Got it. Creepy. And then she guilts me in the morning. I'm like. <laughs> She's like, hey, want to hear what you sounded like? And she's like, ready to go. <laughs> Presses play. I'm sorry when I get woken up at 3 a.m. and can't go back to sleep. Yeah, I just thought her to nudge me, but then sometimes she does. And it's I get used to it. One time, it was, I forget what night it was. Little, what is that? Do, 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 do. Bow, 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 bow. Um, side note. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it means we're going off track. Yeah. My dad does that now when I go home. Really? Yeah, and I start like going on a tangent. Oh, and he's I like, love bow, 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 bow. Oh, I And love the first it. time he did it, I was like, what? And he was like, that's your sign that you're going on a tangent, right? And I was like, Aww. oh my god, yeah! Troy! <laughs> hey, bud. Um, but one night, I forget what night it was, but we were both like asleep, and we were watching Harry Potter in bed. I... <laughs> If you woke up and said a spell, I, no, that would be great. It was so funny. We both did something just so bizarre that night because we were both like oh, half right. asleep. Yeah, you were talking in your sleep. I was talking in my oh. sleep. I don't remember this. I don't remember was, what I was. She was like, like it's down the ledge, and you have to <laughs> shave it off. <laughs> and then what? Kelsey, I was watching the movie, and Kelsey like gets up. It was in the bed with the projector. She gets up and like turns the movie <laughs> off, and I'm like, babe, I'm still watching it. She's like, it's okay. And like continue to turn it off. I have no recollection. It's okay. She has no recollection of that, and I have no re- recollection of 
recollection of the shaving she, off. And I was like, oh, were you asleep when she was talking? And she was like, no. And I was like, you seem asleep. She's like, no, I'm not. And I was like, I'm going to let you go back to that. I'm going to let you uh, And then I was like, wait, babe, I still kind of want to watch it. And she's like, mm. and just like rolled over. I was like, I guess we're done watching the movie. You're like, it's, it's okay. okay. It's okay. It was so strange. What did y'all eat? I don't know what. Did y'all eat some brownies or something? I really don't remember what we did no. that night. But I remember <laughs> literally nothing. We woke up. She's like, D- I slept awful. She's like, I also slept awful. And I was like, well, now we know why. That's insane. What's happening? Third out. Top of the Yeah, no, it's just. Sorry. We're going to the seventh. <laughs> anyway. Um, so, barrel, we're back. Okay. Um, yes. So, um, Mary, so where we left off, um, Hackett says that he doesn't remember saying any of that and that mm. his. A person gets a lot of calls. So, Mari Gilbert, uh, Shannon's mom, filed a wrongful death case against Hackett in 2013. Uh, John Gray, Mari's attorney, said that in the lawsuit that Hackett had... In the lawsuit, it said that Hackett had tr- Hackett had treated Shannon and told Mari in a phone call that he had medicated her because she was so upset. It claimed these drugs have facilitated Shannon's death. Um... Hackett denied everything, and the lawsuit was dropped in 2018. But, so, like, where is he now? Hackett lives in Florida, because why would he live anywhere else? Florida is just perfect for a creepy scumbag. Um, And he's Hey, your mom lives there. I know, and I tell her all the time. (laughs) Florida Florida is, like, it's not even a state. Like, I don't even associate. Like, it's so weird. It's not a safe state. It's a different country. It It really is. is. Um, yeah, she lives, like, down the, like, in the same, like, little county that Brian Laundrie's body was found in. Like, ten minutes from it. Yeah, she lives so close. She was sending me, like, the neighborhood updates, like, Uh, during the whole thing. I was like, Yuli, I need you to deadbolt your door. Yeah, I was like, please be safe. Um, so Hackett lives there, too. Hackett lives there. I don't know where in Florida. It just says Florida, and honestly, that's all I need to know. (laughs) Although, he did talk to Crime Watch Daily, which is a TV show that kind of takes a deep dive into crimes such as the Long Island Island serial killer, much like Dateline, disappeared 48 hours. And it kind of has a little bit of, like, trash TV, too, because it's kind of like a TMZ where they, like, come at you. Oh, my God. (laughs) I hate that. (laughs) But anyways, he said he had nothing to do with her Dateline, or her Dateline. (laughs) <laughs> her murder um and then he actually collapsed on the ground claiming that the film crew set off his defibrillator what? so maybe he's just like a little off but mm. then he also wouldn't let the crew call 911 he's like on the ground like oh my god you did this to me maybe then, he's broke but then he wouldn't let them call 911 he got just can't afford him right I, you can't afford medical yeah. care but then he's like, welcome uh, to America. Yeah. And then just gets in the car and drives off. He calls the crew clowns and then drove off in his car a short time after. Is there like clowns. any video? Is there like a video? There is. Um, but every- he does sound like an interesting bird. Yeah. He, there is video of it happening, um, but I think the, the clips have all been taken down off of YouTube. You can like buy oh. the episode, I think. But it's like, it's not worth it. There's photos okay. of it I'll post, but. Okay. Um, so that's him. Mm. Um, the next one is John Britroff. Bitroff, I think is how you say B I T T R O L F. Bitroff. 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 Yeah. Bitroff. <laughs> anyway, um, so this guy is interesting. Um, he was taken mm. into into custody to in 2014 for killing two women in 1990, Rita mm. Tangretti and Colleen McName, um, and he was found guilty in 2017, being sentenced to 25 year sentences. Okay. Um, 
He was also a suspect in the murder of Sandra Castilla. And this became, this came to be after his brother, Timothy's partial DNA was found on Colleen's body in 2013. Okay. So, a lot happened. Mm -hmm. Um, So, Rita and Colleen were murdered. So, I'm going to kind of go over the timeline because it kind of overlaps a little bit. So, Rita and Colleen were murdered in 1993. Um, John, who was arrested for their murders in 2014. In 2013... Yeah, so in 2013, his brother's Timothy's DNA was partially matched on the body of Colleen, so Timothy had to give DNA sample, but what they actually found was John's DNA on Colleen's body, not Timothy's. And so in 2017, Hmm. he was found guilty of Rita and Colleen's murder from the 90s and sentenced to 25-year sentences back-to-back. So how and why the connection to the Long Island serial killer? Well, he lived in Long... Sorry, Long Island. There we go. He lives in Long Island, and the two women were found in Long Island. They were both um, sex workers. Mm, Um, During the trial, nothing about the connection to the Long Island serial killer was brought up. Um, His attorney said... His attorney said... This was never mentioned before. This is a serious accusation with absolutely no factual basis in any institution. Insinu- sorry, in any insinuation that he had anything to do with the Gilgo killings is laughable and meant simply to attract headlines. So, where is he now? He's currently serving... Florida? Fi- no. Oh. <laughs> Everybody They're ends all up in Florida. Florida. <laughs> all right, listen. Florida. Oh. <laughs> It's from the Barb and Star Go to Vista Del Mar. Oh. It's a phenomenal movie. Keep yeah. forgetting about that one. Yes. It's so okay. good. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, no, he's currently serving 50-year sentence, rem- mm, um, remaining steady that he has no connection with the Long Island serial killer. Okay. Like, regardless of if he has any connection, he's still a scumbag that deserves to be right. in jail. Right, So And had a similar MO, so like... Exactly. Yeah. It's like, you can't, you can't be mad when people are like... Are you right, it's like it, it makes sense. Okay. I mean, yeah. it's it's close enough. I mean, yeah. they're he murdered two women that are sex workers. All mm-hmm. the women who are murdered in these go go uh, killings are sex, sex workers. workers as well. Ones that are identified. It makes yeah. sense that people would like make an assumption. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's why I said. Yeah. All right, so now we're coming on to our good pal James Burke. Um, I'm gonna. This is the one I'm gonna let Kelsey kind of handle the majority um, because spoiler, we are firm believers that this guy is probably 97% the Long Island serial killer. Mm. Yeah. Now, and before, it gets juicy. It gets real juicy. It gets real juicy. Um, but before we, this go, is why I got so obsessed. With yeah. It. Okay. It's insane. Um, but before we go on, I do think that it is very important to mention that this case is still unsolved. Mm-hmm. Um, so nobody has actually been convicted of these crimes. Yeah. So it's all speculation. All speculation. So keep that in mind. Yeah. But we believe. That James Burke is a Long Island serial killer. Yeah. Um, that is just two queer cuties opinions in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, Are you just going to give her address, too? Like, <laughs> I'm in Atlanta. Anyways. That's true. We were talking about the Braves. Fair. All right. <laughs> Do you Are want you me scared? to give her? No. Okay. <laughs> Louise. You can send us things, though. Yeah, you, know. you can send it to... We'll get a P.O. box. <laughs> um, so James Burke was the police chief of the Suffolk County Police Department, who is a grade-A piece of shit. 
<laughs> wow. Okay. We're just going to dive right in. Yep. Yeah. I don't want there to be any confusion on where I, how I feel about of this Of course. Of course. Uh, but he used his power to come up, cover up some truly awful things. And honestly, this is where I'm going. <laughs> this is going <laughs> to hand the mic over to Kelsey um, to talk about the police chief who, like, who that, that like sex, wor- sex workers' power in evading the law that he swore to. And I was going to put a different word Uphold, here. serve and protect. Serve and protect. Sure. But I put uh, like little little asterisks, insert word that my brain can't come up with yes. now, dot, dot, hmm. dot, because so, of yeah. work. Again, all speculation. All speculation. But, but I mean, Kelsey? Yeah. So essentially what, what spurred all of this for me was we listened to that one episode recapping mm-hmm. the seven podcast episodes and the documentary. So it was yeah. very surface level. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like just the surface level alone of this story is we were like, unreal. Oh. I like have not been like, oh my gosh, collusion, corruption like conspiracy like there's so much Mm -hmm. going on in this and like we're not going to cover probably even 30 to 40 percent of it um but we're going to touch on the big points and the big point is james burke if we're being honest Mm -hmm. that's like the summation of all seven podcast episodes and the documentary they literally end the podcast episodes on the finale trying they knock on burke's doors and trying to talk to him and he says oh he doesn't live here but it's it's burnt through the door. It's his address, um, and he refuses to take an interview. Like and like, no one's surprised by that. But no. um, so first things first, we would be remiss if we didn't discuss how the Suffolk County Police Department has allegedly handled this investigation of the Long Island serial killer, or rather, mishandled the investigation. Mm-hmm. Um, we really need context around the department itself. The Suffolk County Police Department is one of the highest funded and highest paid police departments in the entire country. Statistically speaking, it is more difficult to become a police officer. At at the Suffolk County Police Department than it is to get into Harvard as everyone is attracted to the what? high salary here. But like, so, poor K, like why there? So they fund, and we'll get into like the funding piece in just a second, but like they fund and pay their police uh, like force better than any other city. There, and there's no rhyme or reason to it, but like it's a highly coveted thing there. And like it's, it's a police law and order town. Like they like respect the blue. And sometimes, like, when you get, like, that backing, it, like, it creates, and we'll talk about, like, the blue cone of silence that, like, happened a little bit, mm-hmm. like, with the investigation itself that kind of, like, was an obstruction of justice. Um, and luckily it came out for this guy, Christopher Loeb, that we'll talk more about. But, yeah, it's, it's like, a people. With money, the, you get cushion. You get cushion. You get, yeah. you get loyalty. You get, you know, a camaraderie that's, like, well, like, everything's good here. We don't need to ruffle any feathers. Like, mm-hmm. you get loyalty that's not real. Yeah, right. Um, and we'll we'll talk to them more about that. But yeah, so the Suffolk County Police Department, highest funded police department ever for context, 36% of the entire city's budget goes toward law, toward law enforcement here. Over one third of every dollar that's taxed in that city gets put towards the police department. Um, I bet they don't have a community theater. Literally, if you look at their law enforcement budget totaling, it's $1 billion oh. with a B. A year? A or just- that's their budget. One billion. How many yeah. homeless people they have? I was gonna say, community theater. Probably not. <laughs> so, That's yeah. a jaded so, arts kid, right I there. Think, <laughs> right. I think based based on this statistic, it goes without saying that like they're very well resourced. They're right. very well staffed. They have everything at their disposal if they need it because they literally have a billion dollar budget. There's no reason why they shouldn't be able to solve crimes that are like they should have a hundred percent record. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's it's insane. Um, you were saying last week with the Japanese um, police. Oh, yeah. They have, like, a really high Yeah, in the record. 80s, yeah, they had a, like, like a, 
a crazy rate. Like, over half of the thefts were solved, and then 97% of murders were solved mm-hmm. in Japan. But then somebody wanted to... Fools mess with the police. <laughs> so, if you listened to last week, you would know. I'm so sorry. I should okay. I should have come more fools for the inside jokes. <laughs> I feel like nobody understands the inside jokes, even if they do listen. They're like, right? They're like, I don't understand why that's funny. Well, your dad referenced that one. He did. He got it. Hey, Troy. Bow, bow, bow. Um. So yeah, obviously, we can all uh, probably acknowledge that this is a very well-funded police department, so it bears the question, here, here. why is the Long Island serial killer murders still not solved? It's been 10 years, there's been question resources, a, a billion dollars a year back to this freaking police department, and there's I no real that. headway since the Gilgo Forest happened. Nothing has been found, no piece of evidence has been given to the public to get more answers. Th- yes, question. That's not 100% true. Oh. Did we talk about that? Sure. Okay, so um, they released about a year ago. There was a belt buckle. Oh, yeah. Did you see that? Yes. Okay. And so, like, but they had this belt buckle for 10 years. Exactly. And they didn't do anything with it. Why? Because, like, if you introduce it to the public, people can be like, oh, I know someone with a belt buckle like that. Yeah. But 10 right. years later, no one's going to freaking remember, oh, my friend wore that belt buckle to a party last exactly. Wednesday. Exactly. Which, yeah. Which, which is again, a, is, right. like, the obstruction of justice piece. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, yeah, like, they, but they, for a decade, they went completely silent with yeah. this case. Um, um, so really what's interesting about the, the podcast piece that I listened to was it, it gives this new piece of evidence that we haven't had before. And to really dissect that, we have to go back to the very beginning um, when the Gilgo Four had been found. And so we have to go back to a guy named Christopher Loeb. So Christopher Loeb is a childhood friend to the true crime podcaster, Alexis Linkletter, who was the co-host of this podcast series. Um, She's able to dive deep into his story of experiencing the corruption of the Suffolk uh, Suffolk County Police Department. Um, Christopher Loeb is a heroin addict. That's actually how, uh, and that's actually how his path unfortunately crosses that of the chief of police, James Burke. Mm, So that's kind of how they run into each other. Essentially, Christopher Loeb had heard um, he was working for different drug lords to, like, sustain his heroin addiction. Because he had, like, a $100 a day heroin addiction. Holy Um, shit. Mm -hmm. Crazy. And so Chris Loeb, you know, had heard of this corrupt cop Mm -hmm. um, from his, you know, the drug lords he was working for. And so one night he was like, I'm going to go find this corrupt cop's stash and, like, get the drugs. He was looking for drugs. Mm -hmm. Um so he looked through the neighborhood and eventually found the house of what we assume is the chief of police, James Burke. Okay. Um, so what he ultimately finds is the cop car sitting outside, and he raids that first, and that is where all of this starts. Mm-hmm. So he finds his cop car, opens the back, opens the trunk, he finds a stash in the trunk, and there's a duffel bag in the back seat. He oh. takes the duffel bag, Thinking that puts... Or thinking, sure. well, th- right. yeah, just like, to, and he takes the well, drugs from the money, back, like, that's whatever, like, yeah. you know, for the evidence, that's like okay. the drugs in the back, and he throws that in the duffel bag, zips it up, runs, gets back to his mom's house where he lives. Okay. Um, and so, obviously, when he gets back to his mom's house, he opens up the duffel bag, pulls out the drugs, but notices everything else that was in the duffel bag. Um, Not everything and, has been released within the duffel bag, right? No, so I mean, he went over this stuff in the podcast. He had like a live interview, mm. like on the podcast. So I mean, like it, it's just going off of what he gave in that interview. Gotcha. Okay. I don't know if there was more. I don't know if there was if that was everything. I don't have that context. Um, but so yeah, ran back to his mom's house, opened it up the bag. On the lighter end, there is a butt plug, some BDSM Ooh. porn, mm. uh, male gay porn, etc. But also in this duffel bag, there is one DVD that's not labeled in a white case. Hmm. 
And so naturally, he's like, well, I, I mean, I can see what's on the porn DVD. It's right. like gay porn. But what's on this white DVD? Mm-hmm. So he takes it, pops it in. And what he finds, he was literally horrified by. Um, oh. And I actually had to look up the definition of this because I didn't know what it was. <laughs> Neither of us did. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was a snuff film. Did we read the actual definition? Sure. A snuff film is a genre or video that purports to show scenes of actual homicide. So it's, yeah, basically on this film, it was a guy beating up and killing a woman. But they like to like watch that over and and over again. And this is like a sexual thing for him. Because I mean, it's like combined with like the butt bug and like the media. You know, it's it's a bag of like things to get off is what it seems like from like the other items in the bag. In his police car. In his police car. Right. Um... Was it a mock, marked car? Or was it unmarked? Do you remember? It's, it was a marked vehicle. It was marked vehicle. Police. That's yeah. how Chris found it. Yeah. Um, and so, like yeah, that. so it's, like, horrifying that, like, you know, that's, like, in that bag and, like... <laughs> right, and then he yeah, just basically Chris, watched someone. Chris, yeah, yeah. And you watch someone literally die. Yeah. Um, Jesus. It's crazy. And so Chris finds this, and then the next thing that Christopher knows, there are cops surrounding the house. Um, and they're also with his parole officer because Chris had been arrested before for like drug related crimes, sure. um, but he was on parole. And so it's thought that the parole officer was actually used as an excuse to get into the house to search for the duffel bag sure. because like they had no real evidence of him breaking into any car. Like they had nothing. Like they just basically yeah. did like a parole routine check. Um, mm. and yeah, so that's like how they eventually got into the house. But the most interesting part to all of this is that guess who is there but Chief Burke himself. Wow, what a for, nice guy. He's just doing a normal patrol. Yeah, and like for min- a routine parole check-in. What a, what a gym. Very suspect. And so like that's where Success. it's like, if the, if this bag meant so much the Chief of Police. Probably immediately like, noticed it was immediately gone. Immediately noticed it was freaked gone. the fuck out. Freaked the fuck out. Like, freaked the fuck out. Mm-hmm. And then went and, like, ordered the parole officer to immediately go to their house, get the cops. There was, like, tons of cops there. Um, and so, yeah. So, this is where things kind of start to take, like, a really sinister turn. And this is where Chris, unfortunately, gets involved in this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but, honestly, I'm, like... Chris is like I'm like I'm we like Chris we like Chris I'd he's, be terrified though like if like you find oh that God, and then like yeah. the co- you're like he's like, he's so strong know. for taking Damn. that on I would be terrified absolutely right. like and Chris like just took it on and like yeah it's crazy we'll get into that in a bit but um so yeah so initially put into a regular terror enter and so yeah Chris gets taken back to the police uh like headquarters or wherever and gets put mm-hmm. into an interrogate and a normal interrogation room um, he later gets removed from that interrogation room and put into a separate room that has no surveillance. Oh, casual love that. suspect. Yeah, yeah, um, not weird at all. Yeah, and so then last minute gets moved there, and then that's where Burke um, enters the story and where he really becomes like a strong suspect um, for how everything was mishandled from back in the day under his supervision, okay. uh, his affiliation to sex workers in his past, uh, and how he engaged with Chris in this moment. Um, so Burke literally like, you know, t- rolls up his sleeve, unbuttons his shirt and yeah. like punches Chris in the face. Great. And he literally, the first thing he says is you think you can steal from me. It's like, what? You think you can steal from me. And then Chris was like, I saw what was on those tapes. I know. No. I, he was Damn, like, I he saw. went straight there. I, okay. I saw it. I saw everything in the bag. I saw what was on that tape. Um, 
And then Burke was like, who's going to believe you? You're a junkie and I'm a decorated officer. Like, no one's going to believe you. Mm -hmm. Um, And he literally says, he like threatens him. He threatens his mom. He says to him, I'm going to give you a hot shot of heroin. Again, another thing I had to look up. But um, a hot shot of heroin is enough heroin to kill someone. So it's like like a purposeful overdose. Yeah, got it. Um, And so he was like, I'm going to give you a hot shot of heroin. It's like, you can never fucking tell anybody. Like, yada, yada. Um, He said, I'm going to kill you, uh, kill and rape your mother just oh. like i did those girls oh mm-hmm. he just admits it yeah because the ball's on this guy because he yeah. thinks that chris he thinks he's gonna untouchable. tell yeah he, he thinks, thinks right. someone can tell yeah right well or chris will say something but no one's gonna believe him. him yeah well i mean and that's the thing too like in that video that like was the snuff film in his bag it was a masked man killing a woman and like we we don't know if it was one of the women that were in the, the murders we don't yeah. know who we don't know anything okay. about it okay but like i i it, it would make sense that like you know burke would be panicking if he was linked to this and right. this video was potentially linked to that mm-hmm. right. he just like someone just saw a piece of evidence yeah like i mean so yeah it would make sense why he's reacting the way that he does and he literally beats like chris like, like senselessly yeah he beats um, him to like a yeah, and, like, all the officers outside, like, can hear what's going on, <laughs> you know? Like, yeah, they know, right. like, and they hear their chief of police beating up this guy. Um, so Christopher, Christopher gets sentenced with extreme sentences uh, for, like, essentially what is a petty theft and a violation mm-hmm. of parole. And he gets placed with $1 million bail. Oh. Yep. Damn. For a so, guy with, like, a $100 day Right, that, like, wouldn't, addiction. I was gonna say, that yeah. wouldn't even be able to Word. afford a normal bail. Yeah. yeah. Like, why? And, like, and, but that's, but they're, like, they're trying to keep him. Well, it's, like, also, like, a $1 million bail for petty theft. Right, yeah. like, Quote that's unquote petty yeah. theft. Like, what? It's, it's all, the, the reaction to it is all so extreme, whether it's the chief of police outside. I was like, that almost gives it away like, more. <laughs> like, yeah. if the yeah. chief of police would have just done nothing. Yeah. And been like, oh but yeah, like it's just something like, and that's the thing too, like it's not incriminating to like have like a like BDSM or like whatever. Like right. what's incriminating is your reaction okay. to well, it. Well, also yeah. he didn't know that it was Burke's car that he was breaking into. No, either. he had no idea. Right, he, he, he was, just yeah. saw right. He, he just saw the car. Corrupt cop. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then the fact that it's the chief of police, he's like, holy shit. I think I was. I think it was one of the episodes that we were listening to together. He was like, and then I was like, holy shit, I just stole like, from this the chief is of big. police. Yeah, and it's like, fuck. But he's. He was so strong, he's like, no, I'm not going to let you push me around. Oh, yeah. Right. There was one point where, and he details this, he was like, Burke spat in my face, I spat in his mm-hmm. face. Like, 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 Chris stood up to this guy. Yeah, good. Like, and he literally was like, you know, those girls, like, they need to be found, their stories need to be told, like, he I mean. He's really emotional about it, too. It's so sad, because, like, you know, he has an addiction, it's a disease, and people completely discredit him, and that goes, I think that happens a lot. It's like, 100%. you know, this guy's trying to tell the truth, he's like, I saw this snuff film, like, this guy literally said that he was gonna kill me, like, he killed my mom, like, he killed those women, like, yeah. we should look into this. And it's like, what do we have to lose to look into him? Literally. Right. Like, literally nothing besides, what, the upside that like, we could find, right. like, some... That one billion dollar. <laughs> yeah, like, where's that one billion <laughs> fucking dollars going to? You know, exactly. it's it's a joke, That the, the department's a joke. Um, and so, yeah, so the, unfortunately what we learned too is that this is not Burke's first time breaking the law or breaking decorum on duty. Um, so yeah. essentially. Let's, let's emphasize the on duty portion yeah, of that. On right. duty. On um, duty. That's not, yeah. do you, that's not like poopy duty. That's like duty like <laughs> Thank you for clarifying. Still spelling the same, but yeah. Um, so yeah, so, uh, what we learn in these documentary, you know, in the, in the podcast is that mm-hmm. Burke actually, had a relationship with a sex worker 
Um, and she had been, she came into the police uh, station or one of her friends did to report a dirty cop. Mm-hmm. And she was like, one of y'all's cops has been like hooking up with my friend who was like, uh, they kept using the, the prostitute the word. word. We don't like that. Um, That's we don't. So we're going to okay. keep saying sex worker. <laughs> Who's a sex worker. And like, you know, he actually like lent her his gun and like, he actually let her borrow his car and like yada yada. And like, like you guys. Gun. Yeah. Like, like official. official car. No, like let That's her. That's stupid. Yeah. Like let her borrow his police car. She could have killed somebody. <laughs> yeah. You with know a police I... gun. Oh, right. Like it's insane. And so he literally lent her his police gun and his car and like they were having sex in his car while he was on duty Mm -hmm. like all of these things were happening and like this is where it gets freaking crazy and where like the corruption really starts to come around so tom spoda is the da at this time he's the district attorney um and so what is the work name spoda spoda tom thomas spoda but yeah so he's district attorney and you know in this uh file that was filed against burke for like this you know inappropriate action on duty um it's incredibly abnormal but tom spoda is actually listed as the legal defense of burke oh yeah so like it's like tom spoda the da is yeah. burke's lawyer <laughs> great yeah Love so he even that. able to do that and right. that's the too. so there had been there had been like assumptions and like speculation, at Burke and Spoda having like some type of relationship and knowing each Obviously, other, yeah. Um, and it hadn't been like black and white on paper until Alexis Linkletter and this duo found the actual like Billy Jensen. Mm. Yeah, Billy Jensen. Thank you. I keep forgetting his name. Um, it's very hard. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I know. <laughs> Anyways, but they find this file and it's like black and white. Like they know each other. Uh, and it goes back to as far as like Tom Spoda like needing a, a child to testify to one of the like the murders of like this like kid that's like local to the city and of who else but freaking you know burke mm-hmm. is the child witness to that Jeez. and he wasn't even like there yeah it's crazy so like they are linked to when burke was like a kid yeah um and so yeah so obviously burke's experience dating Dang. a sex squirker and getting caught doing it on the job actually holds a deeper story and deeper connection and this is where tom spoda is introduced um, and it begs the question, how is someone who has literally faced disciplinary action in the department able to rise the ranks to chief of police? Mm-hmm. And not only about that, but the disciplinary action that he faced was a slap on the wrist at worst, because all he had to experience from that like transgression with like his actions was to giving rid of 15 days of vacation. Uh, but, you know, our, our good pal... Million dollar bail. Million dollar bail. Right. For yeah. petty theft. Right. Yeah. Right. It's no, like, it makes complete sense. Well, and like, I, I wasn't able to get this information, but like, it begs the question, like, what would like a typical response be? Like, what's protocol yeah. response for like mm-hmm. someone who's like literally lending their gun to people? That seems their like a government massive, property. Like that's silly. It's a weapon. It's a government weapon. Yeah. Like if someone in the army was like lending their, like, their rifle, their, their assault rifle, it's like stuff with her cannon. Yeah. They have a, a medieval cannon. Beep, beep. <laughs> No, like that would be like that seems like a, that seems like a federal offense. <laughs> like no, I so. I mean, if she never used it, but I mean, I think just lending it out would be at least grounds for like suspension. Yeah, definitely think. a demotion. Yeah, hello. I mean, like at, at, at the minimum, and like yeah, all I'm thinking this guy like faced minimum. was no, you can't have 15 days of vacation this year. But he still probably got like he his huge paycheck. Oh, yeah, I mean, he yeah, and he's, he's also a police officer and one of the highest paid. 
Like, right, as I'm saying, yeah, his yeah, salary, he's, still he's living like, whatever. Fine. Like, I'm, yeah, like, it's just, it's insane that that's, like, what he had to face. And so, not only did he not get, like, demoted or kicked out it's or like suspension. It's like a movie, like, when the DA is involved. Because then there's literally, like, no one oh, yeah. you can go and to. And then there's, and then you there's know what the mean? county executive that's, like, a whole other thing. Oh. Uh, Boyle, and he's involved, potentially, in a cover-up as well. So it stems Jeez. all the way to, like, even who hires and picks the chief of police. Um, so, yeah, so it's just, it's interesting because this guy has a past with, uh, with sex workers. Mm-hmm. Um and like inappropriate relations with sex workers right and all of that happens he gets promoted to chief of police right as the long island serial killer murders are coming to light Mm -hmm. interesting and it's like so interesting that like all of a sudden this guy that has this like sordid past like in this like whole case that's hits close to home for him like he has control over the case itself Mm -hmm. Um, and that's where like a lot of the corruption and like the the speculation comes into play and there's a lot of detail to it we're not going to get into like much more detail after this but um he you know essentially with a multi serial killer case like they bring in the fbi Mm -hmm. and so the fbi is there they're willing to help they're trying to help 16 to maybe 17 murders yeah like Right. Way more, even if you do have a billion dollar police force. And they're not getting solved. Way you gotta, more. Yeah. Well, and the FBI has resources yeah. that any local police department won't have, even one that's well, right. as well funded as the mm-hmm. Seven And it's police it's a third party, you yeah. know, in case yeah. in case there is corruption. We're just allegedly here. Yeah. You but know. that's where, and so, I mean, yeah, even like the FBI, like they have like behavioral profiling for serial right. killers. That, right. Like, and they talk about that too and how that Criminal would help. Life. Yeah. yeah, that would help a lot with this case because, like, you have clearly, like, a, a routine thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's definitely one person or a couple people, but and we can talk about that in a bit, too. Um, but, yeah, so he, the way that he handles this case is that he takes the FBI and he kicks them off the case. He says, you can will you not, do that? He, I mean, it's his jurisdiction. Yeah. jurisdiction. Oh, so, so you can tell the can, FBI to leave. He can say, hey, we won't That's need your help. That's insane to me. I would think federally they'd be like, they well, no, we're coming. Right. Yeah. Like, but you don't get to decide. He literally told it. the FBI that they won't be involved. Wow. And so, That's not sketchy at all. Yeah. And, like, he has, like, this mixed past with sex workers and all of that. Um, he's been, like, heard of going to, like, sex parties and, like, all of this crazy stuff. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he gets put on this case and, like, grossly mishandles this case. Um, yeah. And then 10 years later, deals with Chris Loeb like this. And then all of a sudden, we're like, hey... Because, you know, one thing they kept saying in the podcast, which I thought was so true, is that, you know, only a cop would know how to get rid of that many bodies and, like, not get caught doing it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they talk about that. Uh, they talk about, like, how the killings themselves, like, initially, like, some of the first killings, like, I think Savannah kind of mentioned this, but, like, they were cut up and, like, put into, like, burlap sacks. Or, like, I think oh. they had one poor, one part of, like, a a victim like in a bin and like they kind of like separated things out like one lady one girl's uh torso was found and then like a couple months later her like hands and like forearm and her head was found yeah and like different different locations yeah and so it talks because like there's this whole thing with like the long island serial killer versus killers Mm -hmm. um and it actually talked about because this is one thing in the podcast they were talking about how if you look at the profile of a serial killer, like they are very, they're more prone to cover their tracks for the first few killings. Right, like and take like more really, time. they take more time. Mm-hmm. They're like, hey, how do I get away with this? Like that kind of stuff. Kind of and they start to get copy. Yeah. Right. Um, and so yeah, so once they figure that like they they believe it's one person, they believe it's Burke. Um, so do we? Right. For I the mean, record. based. I mean, mm-hmm. based on everything that they brought to light, it's just it's it's too much. Like, too many coincidences, too many things, too many, like, 
and too many like overreactions and like hush hush and because yeah. because uh, if you are if you're a good cop and you're like we can't solve these 16 murders i'm thinking whatever we need to do to get the city safe and find this person yeah like fbi cia whoever yeah. you want to bring in yeah like, like, bring, like help we need let's it. try yes. to figure this out or find or maybe they'll find something we haven't been able to see because yeah. we're looking at the same thing every day yeah y'all we're gonna win the world series we're yeah i know but yeah it's just it's crazy that like there was such a lack of involvement with the FBI. They weren't, like, working with the public to find, like, any tips or clues or anything like that. No, right, just like, keeping things real, like, as yeah. quiet as possible. Oh, yeah, and, like, evidence that, like, apparently had been, like, tampered with. Yeah. Like, there was just, yeah, like, a yeah. lot of stuff that, like, this investigation went horribly. Mm-hmm. And, like, one of the most funded police departments ever. Right. It makes no sense mm-hmm. as to why. Um, and it sucks because, like, these women are, are women. They deserve to, like, they deserve... They deserve so much more than this. Well, yeah, it and their sucks. families and, like, yeah. everything. And, wow, for people to just be making... I mean, the chief of police probably makes a million-dollar salary or something insane. Like, it's crazy. Yeah, but, I mean, ultimately, insane. you know, Chris Loeb... So, Chris Loeb, um, he actually had his day in court and was able to prove not guilty mm. for that offense. Uh, or, like, that he wasn't telling... He was telling the truth about Burke for, like, the beating him oh, okay. up. He, so, Burke actually got imprisoned for four... Just over four years. Um, oh, good. Okay. Yeah, or just under four I mean, years. Like um, 46 months. Yeah, and resigned as the chief of police. Um, because of this. And he got, like, charged with, like, a violation of civil rights and, a, like, a assault of some sort. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And Spoda actually got put behind bars as well oh. for, like, the collusion of this stuff. Good. Um, so, I mean, yeah, they did get him for that, but that's what's crazy is that he got out in 2019. So this guy, like, still he's is very still much, like, oh, he's shit. just, like, living in his house, like, he's chilling. just chilling. Yeah. And he could get bored again and start killing people again. Yeah. Like, it's it's crazy. Um, and so that's where, like, we kind of leave off now is that he served that sentence after Chris Loeb. But Chris Loeb was like, no, there's more to this story, and we need to figure out where it goes from here. Right. Um, and solve the cases because yeah this guy's yeah. living on the freaking street right now <laughs> like, you know, like it's terrifying mm-hmm. um, is he in Long Island? I think so I think so he's in Florida probably <laughs> if oh, he's not in Long Island Florida. he's in Florida <laughs> but yeah so that's like where we leave off like Chris Loeb proved that this guy did that and eventually broke through that blue barrier of silence because like you know one cop came forward and was like hey this is actually this is true true yeah um, and then slowly more nice. and more cops okay. started to do that um, gotcha. And so ever since, you know, Burke had been put behind bars, they had a new, pol- like, chief of police and all of that okay. good stuff. So they're, mm-hmm. like, trying to change. It doesn't seem massively hopeful, I will say. Um, I think it's going... I don't think the Long Island serial killer is going to ever be solved because... Not in the court of law. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, it's... it's uh, The corruption with that specific police department is just too big right now that I feel like no matter... And the evidence, everything is just, it's just been royally fucked since the beginning. So it's really hard to kind of like backtrack and do mm-hmm. it right. So I think that's why this podcast and this, I need, what is it called? Unsolved? Uh, Unraveled. Unraveled. That's yeah. what it's called. Billy Jensen and what's her name? Something Linkletter? Uh, Alexis Linkletter. Alexis yeah. Linkletter. It's so good because they don't talk about like the Long Island serial killer, like the case in particular. It's how the case was treated and I think that's super important and I think it's super I I, that's kind of like where I think a lot of people are going to be like oh shit well maybe he 
did do this and I think a lot more right. people are going to kind of question him and mm. kind of like bring the hammer a little bit and maybe one day he'll be like you okay fucking fine although I don't think he will because <laughs> yeah. he's a fucking I asshole I don't think he'll ever admit to it no. if he did do it um, um, they'll have to find something but yeah it's just so sad that like the corruption runs that deep because they got a new chief of police and mm. it was a woman um, and she literally resigned like two years later because she was oh. like I just like and they were speculated that mm. she didn't feel like she could like actually make any headway with that department which is insane because she's the right. fucking chief like right yeah. but people are set in their ways and yeah. things are if things are corrupt it, yeah. yeah and like and that's where it's like it goes up to the county executive because like the county executive can it's like you almost gotta fire everybody there start beneath, over yeah, yeah. like because you don't know who's involved you have to like clean the whole fucking house and yeah. like just like cleaning up certain rooms aren't gonna get you anywhere right? exactly so um but yeah so the senator of um, New York. New York. Phil Boyle wants the Attorney General to re-examine the Long Island serial murders to try to find the actual murder, but the efforts, even though it's called a top priority for the department, is moving very slow. Um, and people, I think this happened before the podcast and the sh- and the documentary was released, were yeah. losing faith. And now I think this podcast is kind of trying is reigniting like, the game more attention with, especially with yeah. this chris evidence piece like yeah it's that wasn't there before grounds. it wasn't there before no. because he only just now felt comfortable telling that piece of the story to okay. alexis to alexis because it's her his childhood friend. his friend yeah. yeah and she's like no yeah i think like, yeah. yeah she knew that she she believed him from the very yeah. beginning and i think that's, well, like, that's kind a of lot what... to make up you know what I mean? Well, and, like, honestly, for why? Like, why go after the chief of police? Like, as just a drug well, guy? And he, like, already, you know I mean? he already settled the case. He even got, like, a nice, like, right. like Yeah, fund, he, he like, got a really he, good like, settlement. Yeah, like, he, he, he's settled that it's done. Like, he's, like, they need right. to know, like, because, it, like, it matters still. Yeah, yeah. He, did, he wasn't in it for the money. He's, like, I don't care about that. Like, he's he, he did it because he wanted the woman to, like, have justice. Yeah. Um, well, and, like, who knows? Like, with him coming forward, maybe somebody else will be, like, well, I actually, like, found one of those white DVDs. Like, you know, like, maybe, yeah. I don't know. Well, I, mean, it's, and, I mean, there were even two more people that were sergeants at the time that Burke was a, a police officer telling um, that he literally asked them if he, they knew how he could find a snuff film. Like, yeah. there's just more pieces of evidence coming out. And, like, that, that's where the podcast will go in deep with all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. like, there's just so many pieces of evidence. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, yeah, I guess, like, what we can expect now is, like, a very slow investigation. And hopefully that, like, little pieces of evidence will start to come up. Yeah. Like Game the momentum. belt buckle, right? Yeah. Because, I mean, like, we hadn't seen that for ten years. And, like, well, that doesn't really do much It right has, now. like, I mean, yeah, it's like. You never know. You're looking for people who have these initials because it was, like, either a WM or, like, an M mm. something. Or it was a WH or an MH. Or okay. H. Or something. something like that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. it's like. It's, are you sure it's not a JB? Maybe it was like passed down from a dad. You know? Yeah, who, who knows? knows? But yeah, and Somebody that's the thing too. Somebody might know it's, out there. Yeah, like as long as the Suffolk County Police Department, from what it sounds like from this podcast, as long as they're involved, and it's there's no other anywhere. external party like really inter like you know investigating it, it's not really going to go anywhere. I'm not I'm much. shocked that the new chief of police that she couldn't get the FBI back. I think do you she, think it was like double jeopardy on that aspect? I don't. No, I, do. I don't think so. I think she like because she's a chief. She could bring no one back. was tried ever for these murders. That's really. true. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I don't like. Why couldn't she bring something? They're busy in bars. I, I think they're. they're that's right. pieces. I. Uh, yeah. No, that's interesting. But I will say, like, learning from a lot of these unsolved cases that we've covered, I feel like. When the public really does start to get involved and kind of gain more momentum, it puts pressure on, like, yeah. these police departments yeah. and things to be like, 
oh, well, shit, like, yeah, let's really solve this. Or I feel like the public does a lot of solving for them being like, oh, well, we found this evidence or like, well, this comes out or, yeah. hey, well, what about the this? The public found the Night Stalker and literally had him surrounded in the middle of the street, not letting him go anywhere until yeah. the police were able to get there and arrest so him. I have more faith in like maybe the, the public will find And freaking yeah. Gabby Petito, Brian Laundry. That's a perfect oh, well, example right. yeah. Like, yeah. of the public Tracked him down involved. real quick. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's crazy. Like it's this wild. podcast just dove so deep, and they had like corroborated pieces for like mm-hmm. every single piece of evidence that they had. Love that. So like if one yeah. person said something, they had another person say the same thing without leading them there. That's cool. exactly. Um, so it was really cool because like they did like one person like uh, Brian Jensen. He's an investigative journalist. Billy. Billy Jensen. Goddamn. It's funny because you guys both remember like one person from the podcast. I remember. Podcast. Well, yeah. So on the podcast that we originally listened to, the recap one, yeah, they were obsessed with. Billy they love Billy Jensen, oh, okay, and he's okay. been on many other podcasts. I just think her they, name is gotcha. so great. Um, Alexis Linkletter. Well, they also like, call him yeah, William cool. Elizabeth, yeah. so I think that's really funny. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, it's it's interesting. Like, I think hopefully more and more light comes from like the public doing research and yeah. doing things like that because it's just listening to that seven part podcast. It was like, holy shit! Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I want to listen. It's yeah. really good. That's cool. It's really really good. Um, I mean, not cool, but like, it's, it's interesting it's that they're able to like get all of that, and hopefully, it will gain some momentum. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. And it's crazy, like, if literally anybody else tried to do this, like, if Kelsey and I tried, we're like, okay, we're going to be the Alexis and Billy, and we're going to go fucking do, find out who the Long Island serial killer is. We don't know Chris. We wouldn't have gotten that piece of information. We wouldn't have been able to tie all of it together. Yeah, that's, like, the biggest piece. So I think that's, like, I feel like it's all meant to happen for a reason. So that's why I'm kind of hopeful that something's going to happen. I mean, just the fact that a senator, like a U.S. senator, is putting pressure on that police department right, to reopen right. the investigation. That happened in June it's of this good. year. It's gaining attention. Yeah, yeah that so, happened in June 2021 that he asked oh, to do that. Yeah, very so, like, recent. It's, so it's, after the podcast and the documentary were released. Wow. Yeah, that was okay. released early this year. Yeah, March. Mm, um, okay, so, okay. Yeah, so I mean, like, I think it's starting to pick up more momentum and if people are like, hey, like, what are y'all doing? Yeah. yeah. Um, but I mean, yeah, my hope is that they'll bring an external party to investigate it, which mm-hmm. is would be the FBI. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I just want them to look more at the, and then it's like, I want to, I want them to look more at the, the video and I want them, cause I feel like if they see the video, they at least can get, I you mean, the, there the, has the, to be the DVD, on the, the white DVD. Yeah. I mean, yeah. The snuff I, film. He's got to have something in his house. There like, has to be something. Because if that's, if that's how he gets off I was going to say, he has, he probably recorded every single one. Yeah. 100%. And I, that's where my gut, like, if for him to there get has, that yeah. viscerally, like, upset about it. How is this? Like, it's is not just, married? like, it's not just like, a snuff Who film. lives in his he's house married. when he was in prison? Like, I wish somebody would have just married, like, gone through everything. Is. Yeah. Sis, if you need our help, slide right. into the DMs. Right. Well, we can help you. Right. Yeah. But it's crazy. Yeah. There's got to be something in his home. Yeah. Like, I, I don't, I, yeah, I have a feeling that we're going to hear, we're going to be doing another updates episode in like Love maybe that. three months. Hopefully. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. So we can do an update on the Long Island serial killer. We're just going to put that back out into the universe right now. That's right. I love it. Yeah. So yeah, that's that on that. Well, thank you guys for sharing. Yeah. yeah. A few more people know. Woo. Yeah. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. Yeah, if you want to hear more, listen to the podcast Unraveled. Yeah. That will be a really in-depth look at it. And it's really good. They do a really good job of keeping you hooked. Because I feel like sometimes when you listen to binge podcasts like that, mm-hmm. like Serial or something, you just get like, okay, oh. why is this important? No. Yeah. I, <laughs> but they are like... I listen to every episode within like two days. And Ooh. I think you listen to it like twice. I listened to the first one twice. First just one so twice. I can make sure I got the Chris Loeb story right. Because that's the piece of evidence that's new. So. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 
Well, if you would like um, to follow us, we're going to be posting some photos from this week's episode on Instagram. You can follow us at Are You Serial Podcast. If you would like to follow me, I'm at Sav Shafe. Roommate Kelsey, where can they find you? You can find me at Kelsey underscore Rose underscore Walsh. And girlfriend Kelsey, <laughs> where can they find you? I'm at K-P-I-M-P. I-T-O-N-E. K-Pimpatone. Pimp? Well, the first time you were like, oh, yes, it's K-Pimpatone. Yeah. <laughs> you look like your shoulders. <laughs> Atone. It was so cute. Yeah, I've had it since high school. I can't change it. No, absolutely not. No, All right, and then come back next week for more stories that'll make you say... Are you serious? <laughs> All right, a minute, an hour and forty-five minutes. Holy y'all. shit! <laughs>